Jeez. Yes. Welcome. Sure thing. Maybe thing. I'll even edit this. Who knows? But uh, this is a uh, round table uh, with uh, myself, Duck. Uh, we also have Dave and yep. PA. Right. Hello. And, and even though I'm a unit of measurement in most of our games, yes. uh, I've actually never been on one of these roundtables before. You haven't ever been on? Nope. Okay. Ooh, I thought wow. we tried to work you in. Well, we've got some things you got to do. Yeah. yeah. First sexual in. encounter, all that kind of stuff, you know? That's your yeah, I mean, medicine, I, right? I, I'm often, often referenced, never yes. invited. <laughs> no, you're always invited. Uh, it's just tough to get you on. Well, this is good. Uh, yeah. We may get some other drop-ins, so we'll yeah. uh, see how those go. Um, but yeah, welcome, listeners. It's been a while since we've done a roundtable. Um, at least six months. So No, no. No, no. Oh. I, did, didn't we have one? Because I saw it in, in one of the in one of the channels. Somebody mm. had recorded it, and he didn't stop it at, at, at the right time, I think. Oh, yeah? So, but it was like, so. was it, are you sure? Was I'm, it, not, I'm not seventy-two positive. hour. That was a seventy-two hour roundtable. <laughs> the seventy-two hour roundtable. A lot of ASMR. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what? I gotta, I gotta put on my my machine. Okay, let me put on That's my right. face mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at it. It's, it was, it was something that was in a the Craigbot was started or stopped in the uh, OnlyFans. Uh, oh. Right, right, but right. but it was Ty for I think probably one of his games. It wasn't I don't think a round table. Yeah, we did. Okay. We do have one on the calendar for February. So Dave, that one's there. You're welcome to that one. You're welcome to all of them, of course. Is that on the Cabal calendar? Uh, we don't always put the what GM calendar? tables on the Cabal calendar, but um, let me. It's like February twenty yeah, fourth or something. Yeah, it's GMs only. Yeah, but uh, we can put it on there. But um. Yeah, Jason. I just saw it. I I happened to be alone this weekend. My uh, well, mm -hmm. I'm with my oldest. We're playing some card games. We had some right, fun. Right. And yeah. the youngest and the wife are off in Kansas. I saw you posting dance things. videos. So she's That's dancing. Right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. They're across the street from the uh, the the playoff game tonight. The Chiefs. Game. Oh wow! 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 So my daughter had some pictures last night from the. Oh lobby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right with the Mahomes brother or something. Yeah, that guy. Who yeah. that guy is? Yeah. He's posing with fourteen-year-old uh, girls. That's great. Really yeah. good. Yeah. In good his job. underwear, apparently. How old is, yeah. how old is he? Because he looked pretty young. I was thinking he. I was I thinking he was in his twenties, but he looked like a teenager to me. Pretty sure he's an adult. He's a okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow the Mahomes family. Well, you know, famous people never do anything bad, so I'm sure it's right. perfectly safe. That's yeah. why when someone said, is he wearing pajamas? I'm like, easy. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like he was wearing underwear, like boxers, but whatever. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, excellent. Uh, well, Dave, um, so listeners, I'm, as I'm sure you're well aware, because you're all, all five of you are dedicated listeners. Uh, we have a whole set of procedures we go through. And yeah. uh, Dave, the procedure is uh, very simply, how did you get introduced to RPGs? What's your RPG origin story? Okay, my RPG origin story. Um, I think, I'm trying to think back, like I was a young kid, and we just played, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was think, did you buy it? Did one of your friends buy it? Who, no, had, who bought the first copy? Yeah, no, I did not have the type of family where I was purchased. I, I had right. things bought for me. <laughs> so yeah. I showed up at a friend's house. Right. And down in his basement, they had like a playroom. And he had, mm -hmm. I think, one of the old box sets. 
Yeah. Like and uh, I also, the, probably, the, uh, the mold they ones, the eighties ones. Right. And I also had a, a aunt and uncle out in California when I came to visit and my mm -hmm. aunt owned a party store. And so while she was running the party store, like balloons and bullshit mm -hmm. like that, um, my cousins had the slavers series. Uh, and a so one, like older, a two, a three, four, yeah. right, my older cousin, Robert was like, Hey, let's run this. So while well, she'd bring all of us to the store, cause she had to work and right. we'd sit in the back room and, uh, -huh. uh it was perfect place to play D and D. No oh, one was yeah. back there. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, what is this thing? It yeah. just was really remarkable to me. So mm -hmm. then that kind of gave me a little bit of taste and I started exploring. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, I like it. Well, uh, our and our usual flow for the show is that we'll talk each talk about what we're uh, prepping and playing, and then we'll go into the roundtable. So, and we still, I don't know that we've hundred percent settled on a roundtable topic. So maybe we'll do prepping and playing, and then we'll have a little. What are we going to roundtable? We can roundtable multiple things. We can. I'm move around I'm, I'm 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 pretty comfortable with podcasting. So I, I, I know I'm, you are. I no, it's, it's for the listeners, not for you. I know what you're yeah. doing. You know what you're doing. Oh, and we have a tie. What's up, guys? Hey. Sure. Oh, welcome. Shit. <laughs> this is there goes the neighborhood. I told you I was coming. You had, to, you oh, had the yeah. opportunity to get out. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess everybody just mute their mics now. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, it's such a joy. Anyway, um, so let's do prepping and playing. Dave, since you've not been here before, why don't you tell us what you're prepping and playing? Uh, Unless well, you want some else. I have, I have a bunch of stalled RPG uh, yeah. sessions I've done. I have Mirps. I have right. uh, sw Sworn Gunslingers that I really want to get going again. But that was when I was really in my like uh, manic bonsai. Like, I think there were a lot of great things about that Sworn Gunslingers. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I... Campaign. Yeah. But it's it's such a heavy lift to get it going. But right. we'll see. Maybe yeah. I can do it. I mean, I am retired, so there's not a lot of excuses. <laughs> that end. Not get it yeah. going. Um, yeah. But my big drive now is I'm, I'm running RuneQuest. So I've got a, 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 a six-player RuneQuest group that we've taken through the Apple Lane, the new, the new Apple Lane adventures. Now we're at Pavis. Mm -hmm. And in Sun County, River of Cradles, doing all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I've got a three-player uh, RuneQuest group that we're doing the Tales of Sandheart, where they're basically like uh, police officers, like militiamen mm -hmm. in the, with the Sundown Temple. So that I've got that group. And uh, I've got a little bit of Stars Without Numbers, where I had my yeah. my, my trading Did post. Did you run that since... Uh... Jason and I did it, or was well, it I have I've run a couple groups through. Okay, it, it kind of like got to get inspired back into doing that, get motivated, yeah. maybe read the right books. Some of it's kind of like you got to read the right shit, right, yeah. to get yeah, yeah. inspired to go back mm -hmm. in. Um, yep. A rune quest for me is absolutely my my one hundred percent full on thing. Yeah. That I There's do. another good roundtable topic. What books inspire you to RPG? Yeah, like so, right. I need to read some, probably read some Star Wars or some kind of. Outpost type um, adventures, yeah, sort of space, spacey shit. But but stars without numbers, great. I love it, and uh, yeah. I'm happy with my 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 stuff that I've set up for those guys. And it was just kind of a throw together type of thing. Oh, it and, was good. Uh, yeah, so I'll see what I do with that. But right now, I'm basically ninety eight percent RuneQuest. RuneQuest, because yeah. for that kind of setting and all that's involved, you have to be 
completely invested. Yeah. Is that, are you running that mostly from published stuff? Do you throw in some of your own stuff? Is it 50-50? It's, 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 it's uh, published, but based on my prep, I tend to veer off because I fuck mm -hmm. it up halfway mm -hmm. through. I'm like, oh, uh -huh. that was like, that's the wrong guy that was supposed to die. Okay, uh -huh. so now I'm going to, so yeah, it starts off with published stuff. <laughs> and then you go off the rails and you have to fix it, right? Yeah, that's nice. right. Nice. And, and are, sorry, are players, are they... Go ahead. I was going to say, are any of those players familiar with RuneQuest, or are they all, all, all new to it? Uh, well, uh, well. so I, initially I ran a great campaign, which is called Six, not great because I ran it, but it's a great campaign to run. It's called Six Seasons in Sartar. Mm -hmm. And that was a, basically this idea that these guys started, these young guys start out in this tribe, and it takes them through this whole campaign pattern through six seasons of a year living in the, the, the land of Sartar. And... Uh, some of those guys then went on, they really liked the RuneQuest. They went on to become part of the regular RuneQuest group. And and that Six Seasons uh, campaign also continues for two more campaigns. So I can still run that there. But uh, uh, a lot of the guys really liked the Six Seasons feel. And so then they were kind of enamored with, with RuneQuest. And so then I said, yeah. well, fuck, we've got this Apple Lane adventure that comes in the starter set. Like, we could just start that up. And we just did that. And now we're kind of moving through. Yeah, we've, we've been trying to move through. Like, uh, we just recently finished uh, Hell Pits of Night Fang, which is actually an old Judges Guild RuneQuest adventure. Wow, so, nice. But, but they loved it because it, it is that old Judges Guild shit. I mean, it is. Oh, like, yeah. Right? It's random. Like, when you come yeah. to a room, some of those rooms, you're rolling percentile dice to see who's in the room when the party yeah, gets there. it's old school. Yeah. But it's, you know, is it, it's is still it good. It? They did a good job with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Is it help it? Is it his girlfriend? Yeah. Is it his six wolves? You know, it's all. It's, so I tried to stay kind of true to that feel. And it, mm -hmm. it really did kind of resonate with the guys. Also, because uh, some of them are, most of them, I think, are from that older generation. So they right. like that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's definitely. So yeah, I'm trying to run them through player. established pro projects. Yeah. I'm not trying to do like, like I I've done the sworn gunslingers. Yeah, you said you did almost thing. all of that, right? Yeah, which was great. That was all me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot I'm of work. Trying now, to, RuneQuest is already kind of heavy enough to run with the campaign, uh, the culture, everything that's involved. It's right. Much, it's, it helps to just do. A, a yeah, of, you've got to be up. On, you've got to read all the material. You might not have to prep as much, but you got all the know gods, all, all yeah. the gods, all the history, all the yeah. conflict, the political struggles. It's all there. So, how are your players at knowing the rules? Because that's the other thing. Uh, right. They're they're getting better. Okay. I mean, I, you know, you always have this. You you've got those that just I know uh, sign on and start rolling <laughs> dice, and you're like, yeah, you're like seriously, like we all know who them, they are. They know who right. they are. Right. You've got the ones where you're like, um, have you even entered your information? I'm right here. Your sheet? No, you're, not you're good, Pete. It's not Pete, you. Pete, yeah, Pete, Pete, you know it. <laughs> he knows he's not one of them. He knows he's not, yeah. But and, and the person who is the worst one of that knows that he is, and he would say, fuck, I don't care. So, yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the steps of teaching the person a game is you teach them the game, and then in, at the second, you're correcting them. And then at some point they start to learn it and that's good. And then the final phase is where they start to correct you on your mistakes. Yeah. 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 Cause it's there. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yeah. But it's good. So like yeah. Caleb is the one really, I think that's really 
digging oh, yeah. a lot you're of grooming. it. You're grooming. You're a groomer. I, am I like absolutely, it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Pete, you want to play. Pete, you I agree. Pete's, Pete's in the group, right? Pete, you yep. agree. Oh, yeah. Caleb, yeah, yeah. Caleb is the one that is 100% in. Oh, yeah. And, he, he's, and he's, he's got GM chops. I think he would probably do it. Yeah. And he wants, he, he likes passion. culture. He's really into the culture. And yeah. Pete's a strong player, too, in the group, I think. But mm-hmm. Pete's, you know, Pete kind of plays. I don't know if Pete's like, super into like p what's your impression of it do you like the glorantha culture and all that stuff yeah well so you know i was waiting till you know you finished and then uh, i was going to talk about it when uh i was talking about my things because yeah i'm in your game and uh you know one of those players who went through the six seasons of sartar and then we went to apple uh lane and, oh, perfect. and then yeah and so uh you know all those were fun um but it's interesting because we've talked a little bit about this i think in, in a previous round table where you know i mean this to me RuneQuest seems like it's a lifestyle game yeah. On some level where, you know, you read these stories about people who've been playing for 20 years or 30 years or something, and you can see why, because it's so it's so dense very and yeah. very deep. And, you know, the rules are, there's a lot of rules. And, you know, to to sort of keep them straight in your head, oh, it's tough. Um, yeah. And so, but, but it's enjoyable and I like it. And I like the, you know, I like the setting uh, and I like all the things that we do. Um, could I GM it? No, I think it's too much for me. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to immerse myself that much into it. Uh, but I do enjoy it, and I'm glad that you're running it. Uh, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll continue to play as long as you want to run it. So, but yeah. So, it, and it's kind of like when guy when guys are like, "Well, like, what should I do now?" Like, okay, we're in the city, and so I, I'll tell them. So, there's a lot of stuff you can do in the city. There's you have a lot of options. You right. almost have to go read through the books to go figure out, like, oh, I could yeah. go study at this right. temple and learn this, or I could study from this cult. I mean, you almost have to sit through with each player and have a counseling session with them right. and be like, right, right, what right. are you interested in as a young adventurer? Like, right. you have to, like, like yeah. have you thought about joining this cult? You could learn it's these very spells. Yeah. There's cool. so much available that yeah. it's hard for players. And Pete, Pete will tell you, I, I text him. I said, hey, coming up, here's we got three weeks to go look through it. I've got yeah. the list of stuff, but it's so much. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. And I, I and, think very few of them actually go through. <laughs> and there's two different types of magic, you know? And so, you know, oh, there's right. more than that. You guys for, haven't even run into sorcery. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, and you know, and again, it's one of those where there's parries and there's dodges and there's percentages right. and you know, critical hits and oh, it's, ugh. it's it a lot it, of stuff. It is crunchy. So, and, and, and like guys who've played with me know I don't like that. So that is kind of a challenge for me because I have a tendency to when the combat starts to happen, I want to just be like, all right, let's just figure out how this works. Get it done. Like, let's get it over with, right? So, uh, but really, that's part of RuneQuest, and some players like that part of RuneQuest, so you have to uh, figure out, like, how are we going to do it? But we'll get to a point where, like, I think there was one point where they were fighting this giant statue guy knee-deep in water, and he fell down, and they chopped off his leg or something. I'm like, okay, we get what's going to happen in the right, next Right, right, right. We don't need Like, to you guys are just going really this... yeah. <laughs> right. to beat this to death. Like, yeah. we don't need to go any further. Yeah. Nice. But it's it's a fantastic system. There's so much there if people want to explore it. And uh yeah, like Pete wants to adventure in it. Uh there might be guys who want to do more and explore more. And but for our players, I think uh Caleb is the one who maybe is more interested. And so that's the guy that because really I want to play it. Right. right but right. nobody will run it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my problem. Yeah, they, they just had that starter set for ninety nine cents. That was an easy fantastic deal. So ninety nine cents for the physical thing. 
No, no, for the, no, PDF. the, PDF, the PDF. But there is right, so much. Ah. But it's only like nine. I think it was only nineteen dollars or something oh, no, on Amazon. No, yeah, anyway, right? Yeah. And it was yeah. a great value. I bought that. Oh, a long they would, time yeah, ago. that's yeah. the smart way to do it. Make the starter set super cheap. Yeah, it comes with a solo adventure. It comes with a yeah. ton of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've I, I've I've been so tempted to jump into one of your games, and the thing that stops me. Is I the the it's too like it seems so deep that like I don't I don't have the time for a lifestyle game. Right. Like I wouldn't yeah. want to just kind of dip my toe in and just kind of fuck around and. Well, I I'll guess. tell Pete. I'll tell Pete stuff like I'll sometimes text him and be like, "Hey, I know you believe in the seven mothers right, right. now, but you might want to read this other book on glamour." God's yeah. glamour. I know yeah. Pete's like, "Yeah, that's great, but like that's a whole book I have to read." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, and but it's the thing awesome is, that that's there, but yeah, I right, feel but, like I wouldn't be able to do it justice. Right. But and I like to read stuff like that. You know, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. I love reading all the books. That's why a finite you know, amount of time in the world. Right. In the world. Exactly. That's right. That's what it is. But yeah. we have fun, so we do. It yeah, and uh, that's we, all we don't take it we don't take it too seriously and yeah. uh i think that's important and they the other thing i like about because again i'm i don't i'm not a fan of combat uh mm-hmm. in RuneQuest, guys run away a lot and yeah. they will yeah, just yeah. stop and flee they're not going to fight combat's over yeah there's very few causes that they're going to die for yeah that's but that seems right yeah like nobody wants to die right so yep so that's it. So that's what I'm doing. I guess that's cool. my nice. thing. Uh, that's your and, thing. Well, I mean, what else you can tell us? Like, what are you playing? You're in Pete's Greyhawk thing, right? I am. Yeah, I am playing Gut Boy Barrel House. Yep. In uh, Pete's Pete's uh, 5e adventure. And you mentioned your Merps, and you know, you talked about Gunslinger. Is there anything else you're? I, I would say I would say I would like to play more. I'm interested yeah. in playing. I know we have a shortage of players. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I should play more, but right. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, you know, are, you talked about playing Forbidden Lands. Do you want to join my Forbidden Lands? I would. Game? I would. I think I would like to join that group. All right. I've read. All the right. Rules. Let's chat. I'll. I'll bring you in. I think. I yeah. think I can handle five players in there. And that's a weekday thing. It's when every every other Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good day for me. I could do that. All right. Excellent. All right. We'll have to. We'll have to integrate you somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. We. Do, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, something just happened with Rex's character. He got all excited. He was like messaging me on Discord the next day. So yeah, he's he's going a little Elric with his sorcerer orc. So oh, nice. it, you know, yeah, it's nice. Um, but his yeah, character, his character is one of the originals because yeah. I've listened. I've the listened. only original. He was the he was the sole survivor of a little incident we had. Where, yeah. where he um, he jumped out the window, jumped out the window, <laughs> and crawled crawled back to town. I, yeah. I've mowed I've mowed many a lawn listening yeah. to those forbidden land yeah. episodes. Yeah, it's his character. Yeah, I mean Rex is an excellent excellent role player, and his character is great. Yeah, he's always you know like he he's my assistant GM, so I'm always glad when he's in one of my games. So right, good, but yeah, all right, yeah, that's uh, it. Happy yeah. to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Yeah, of course. You're always welcome. All right, uh, Pete, you want to talk about playing, prepping, running? All right. Well, so right now I'm primarily playing. That's what I'm doing most of the mostly. So I'll start off with that. So as Dave talked about, thank I'm in God. His, thank God. We need the yeah, players. Thank God for players. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm in his Rune Quest game. Uh, yep. I'm also in Ducks Forbidden Lands, uh, and then his DCC White Rock. Yeah, you're so, in the double duck. Yeah. Right. So uh, and uh, those are two great systems. I just love both of those systems. 
I'm playing a couple of Call of Cthulhu games, and in fact, in ties, uh, you know, kind of quasi one shot because the auction. Yeah, the auction, uh, yep. which has also been great, and I've played in his other one shots. They've been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Matt Backdoor's uh, uh, Tom's Town, uh, and mm-hmm. so we're currently in uh, New Orleans, uh, playing around down there. So that's been really fun. Also in Matt's, yep, um, Matt's the Genesis game, uh, which we had to put on hiatus because of uh, you know him having a baby, uh, and but then we're getting back to it. So uh, that's been that's actually coming up this week. Uh, yeah, that baby is a year fucking old now. Come on, let's no. keep going. Yeah, the thing is talking um, practically. Yeah, talking. I know. Oh, Jesus, and then right and then uh, oh, that's right the kids gming games that's right <laughs> in ty's mutant year zero game uh oh, yeah, so yeah. that's been fun and art has uh he finished up uh his uh barn game again another yeah. one of those uh in my mind uh potential uh lifestyle games because there's a lot oh, yeah. a lot of depth to that one as well but yeah. uh he wrapped that one up and then our, he's also doing uh, some Savage Worlds, and currently we're doing uh, Deus Volt uh, mm-hmm. through Savage Worlds, which he adapted. Uh, and then let's see, oh, Jason's Mothership. So kind of got yeah. a lot of stuff. And then and then looking forward to the Twilight Two Thousand that uh, Ty is going to run in February. Nice. So so those are all my uh, my you're running games. the Morkborg Forum game right. too. Right, so running, uh, I'm running a Morkborg uh, by play by forum game in one of the Discord uh, threads, uh, and that's been pretty cool. You know, it's yeah. just uh, we trickle in, you know, a, a couple yeah, of sentences yeah. uh, here and there a, a day. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I've run a Morkborg, but not recently. Probably a couple of months ago uh, was the last time that I ran that. Uh, so. And then uh, plans. So from a planning mm. perspective, you know, it's interesting because if it wasn't all this OGL nonsense, you know, I had been actually contemplating seeing if anybody wanted to try to to go through the playtest material for 5e to, to oh, see uh, what one, see what D&D one looks like. D&D one. Yeah. Yeah. D&D one. Right. Oh, um, D&D, D&D one. That's the new version. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be their new version and they're doing playtest stuff. And so uh, I'm, but, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually a 5e fan. Yeah. yeah, I like the system. I think yeah. it's very easy to play. Yeah, yeah. I just think yeah. the products are terrible. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah, they they vary quite a bit. But the writing, uh, like the you, writing you is. Pick up one of their glossy books and start reading it. You're like, Ugh. the writing is the writing is droll. It's mm. just, I I hate it. I don't think that word means what you think it means, but um, droll. Yeah, it doesn't droll mean amusing. D r o l l. No. All right, well, we're going to see what Google says. Google it. <clears throat> Curious or unusual in a way that provokes dry amusement. Right. Oh. But I, I think I know what you mean. I think I know. It, the, thing is, the thing is, I like reading those books for some reason. I do. I've got a bunch of them, and I'm staring at them right now. And, and, and I'll leave, I've, I've, I've read a lot of them that I haven't even played in or, or ran, and I've ran a, a lot of them in the past. Uh, well, not a lot of them, a couple of them. Um, and it, you know, it just, the thing is, is that you kind of have to know just like any other system, you know, you're going to have to, you know, d- do some things, you know, to, to help it along. 
You know, I think all yeah. of us are are in that place where, you know, we tweak things just a little bit, yeah. you know. So, you know, yeah, if you're going to run it word for word out of the, those books, yeah, well, that's probably not the best thing. But, I mean, I think we're all experienced enough to to realize, right. well, even if they were perfect books, we'd still want to change something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, when, I, when I talk about it, I don't think I'm talking about the writing style in that I feel like I can not run it out of the book. I'm, I'm thinking like... I need to be inspired a little bit by the yeah, writing. It's not and fun I wanna, to read. It's a right, I, Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, okay. right? yeah, it's a, I guess rather than troll, maybe I should say it's a fucking drag. Yeah, you, mean, you, you, you probably mean yeah. no, rather than troll, right? Yeah. No, but so, in troll in that even the, the slightest. dry. You know, dry and dull, yes. Yeah. Vape it. Yeah. <laughs> vape it works. Vape it works. Well, right. vape it has other kinds. But anyway, yeah, I but get no, it. My, I, my point yeah, is, I don't like, disagree. I flip open the books. I'm like, hey, this is D and D. This is going to be great. I remember back when I was a kid reading the old adventures, the old D and D books. I'm like, yeah. I would sit and read them all the time because they were so great. Because Gygax had all this stuff he would throw in there, and you'd be like, oh, this. Yeah. And I open them, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it's like. I can't get through half a page. The backgrounds, you know, epic things were happening. Right. Wars were happening. Like if I need to look up a rule, being lost and yeah, it was. If, Lord if of I the need Rings. to look up a rule, yeah. I can find it. Right. That's fine, but right. it's not something I'm going to read for fun. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the like, inspiration for me is not there. Yeah, gotcha. I, I and I'll I'll contrast it with I don't know if you agree with me, Dave. You might, but like Kevin Crawford's books, like I'll open up and like read his description 100%. of the history, and I'm like. Jeez, like I'll get shivers. I'm like I'm inspired. I'm gonna go. Like you know, he talks about the scream and you know. You read you read two paragraphs of a Crawford book and you're like, okay, I want to run this adventure. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Or I want to yes. start taking notes. Like yeah. these are great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And he is. He is like random generators. I have never seen anyone make better random generators than that fucking guy. Yeah. Totally right. But as a system, I think five E is great. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's very it's simple. Everything. It tries to be everything for everybody. You can it's decide advantage, what you want. advantage and disadvantage. Right. A lot of, that's a great GM tool. I think that's excellent. Um, yeah. Very basic. And mm-hmm. yet they can't produce products that they can't recreate what they created back in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, 80s. some of the criticism, like a, like a first through third level 5e adventure with first through third level characters, I think. Absolutely awesome. There are, I think, validities to, and we've seen this with Pete's thing. Like, like I think Pete struggles as a DM with like how fucking overpowered we are, and that's kind of fun. But I don't know if it's always fun. Like, you know, right. like it, the short of like a PGMP, right? How is he going to take us down? And that's not fun for anybody when you bring in a PGMP, as I've learned. Um, so yeah, there, there's that like you know like when my character hastes your character and you get I don't know ten attacks in a single round. Right, I, mean, I can do like 90, 90, 96 oh, wow. points of damage. Right. Yeah, I, it is, and it's fun, and I love like I love trying to min min max my character and like figure all that shit out. But um, yeah, it's a uh, there. I think some of that criticism is a little bit valid. But I mean, I uh, what's, yeah, what systems yeah, actually well, work at tenth level anyway? I don't know. Well, well, this this is the problem with the whole whole hit point system, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, now yeah. I'm we're just going to chip away at you, and you're going to. I'm well, pointing the, my finger at the mic. Yes. The the difference is my my character can actually do ninety two points of damage in one round, right? And everyone, then it's like, oh my god, well, is that unrealistic? I mean, really, we're talking about a really good fighter who is capable of killing. 
large or very capable creatures. Yeah. I mean, it fits within the, the hit point system because we always talked about how hit points aren't like each attack is an attack. It's, it's this vague system, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. it's how good a fighter you are. And, you know, but if you have over a hundred hit points, what does that even mean anymore? It means right. you're good at fighting, right? So you're, yeah, you're but here's the thing. attacks yeah. because but of I your think, defenses. Yeah. But like, is it, but is hit points the right model for that? Like, or think about like you gave us super powered characters in Meurps, right? So like my character, like I could sit there and fight you. I can dodge probably ninety five percent of what you throw at me because my character's super nimble. But the thing is, if you roll a critical hit and you get me, I still have the same number of hit points. So like you get a shot in, oh, like yeah, I slip, and then again, I'm fucked up, right? I, that I, seems I don't want to be realistic. the I don't want to be the Rune Quest guy, but like in Rune yeah. Quest, you can sure. have a bunch of hit points and be ganged up on by eight guys and killed. Like okay. even a superhero can be killed by eight guys who are attacking him at yeah, the same okay. time. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. Like, I think that like, I think the hit point, like the super character, that is, I think that's a valid criticism of 5e. It, and all systems have weaknesses. It, but and I it's just, built, it's built into Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah. 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 Anything with thing. hit points, I think has that. Yeah. I mean, stars without number, like I was running those guys through stars without number. And I like, they got to like fifth level they become, I mean, they're, they were becoming monsters, right? Like, yeah. And some of the psionic stuff, like the teleport shit, I was like, oh, how do I stop this? Cause like, like, <laughs> they didn't have, there weren't baby hand strength limit. Yeah. Like, well, the baby hit, but like the nice thing about GURPS is like, you don't, you can't make crazy powered characters unless, unless you specifically do a super powered campaign, right? It limits you and like you're, you're still vulnerable, which, if if everybody agrees we want to play, you know, super powered characters and we want to go around and kick ass, that's fine. But like sometimes you don't want that. But now, we got we got sidetracked. Sorry. Can Pete. I present the counterpoint to all that? Sure, because absolutely. the thing yeah, is, yeah. you know, look at I've been you playing, started it. I've been playing five E since the play test, and I keep yeah. saying as a player and I've GM'd. And so I don't, you know, when you guys talk about some of these this flaw, I, I just don't see it. You know, okay. I, I think that I think that there certainly there are ways that a GM can you know make things exciting, um, and without turning combat into a slog. Uh, I but I also think that uh, as a player, you don't always feel like you're a superhero, you know, like in in most games. Um, so you know, okay. I think your your so results may vary. You run or played in five E uh, about fifteen to sixteen. Because okay, well. we played, we played all the way through the the Horde of the Dragon Queen and Rise of Tiamat, and that that took okay. us up pretty high. Um, and then we also played. Uh, I'm trying to remember how high high we went when we played Tomb of Annihilation. So, okay. and then I think Storm King's Thunder. I GM'd that one, and that one took you to about twelve somewhere around there. But I think I even let my my, like, my guys have, go up. Yeah, would you like if they got in? Would they ever have like their twelfth? 15th level and they've like ran across some kobolds would you just hand wave that at that point did that happen or um i i I, there's no way that that in in a game where i had 12 level characters that they were going to run into a bunch of kobolds because it was just designed you designed it was you were running through the book and it was designed that way right well well, right well because you know again and this is why i kind of like the book because you know with and 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 listen i'm not saying that those adventures are perfect yeah so the the book is setting kind of like the counter encounter strengths right right right. it's not it's not like i'm uh rolling a, a random encounter and it comes up kobolds at level 12 right you know so that's true yeah 
So th- there's no there's no circumstance in which that's ever going to occur, right? Now, yeah. if it does occur, there's a reason why it occurred, right? And then there's something that, you know, but it's not as simple as like, okay, well, you know, we're just going to hand wave you getting rid of these cobalts because you know, they're okay, 10, okay, okay, 10 so levels below you. But it's, it's a good question as far as just as an adventure, as far as re- how reality works. Um, when your yeah. characters are 12th level, they're not wandering around on 12th level land. Right. right. I mean, they're, they're going to run into interact with shopkeepers. Gonna, and, right. Like, like yeah. with Duck's example, they're going to run into creatures that are not their level necessarily. If um, if it represented reality, but... would you just be like, yeah, you can just slaughter them? Um, or I mean, maybe they're so famous, there's consequences. You know, I mean, I, reputation I mean, loss. Reputation right. Loss. I mean, on some level, I mean, yeah, that that's going to ha- there's going to be those kind of things. But but again, I think that depending on. Again, depending on the adventure, depending on what you're doing, depends on kind of the position that they're put in. And that's part of the reason, you know, like I, I certainly, you know, the one one discussion always can be, you know, sandbox versus, you know, adventure. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. and, you know, you're, I, you're saying you, you, you're never like the adventure itself is glossing over those parts where they might interact with like right. it's well, only focusing on the parts where they're going to have challenges at and, their level. And, right and 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 ult- well and and ultimately you know it, it's kind of like you know if if you were you know jeff bezos right you're probably not driving yourself you know in your car to the local 7-eleven you know to to buy a uh thing a couple of ding-dongs you know what i mean you know, so we can sit here and say, well, yeah, but the reality is you're going to interact with all these people. But, you know, no, he's got, you know, there's there's layers around that, right? And so true, when true, you get to true. be those kind of layers, you're going to have but, those but kind of levels, ad- you have layers. As an, as an adventurer, I think you're kind of invading that kind of residential structure of a monster, right? So normally a monster would be like, now you have to deal with my underlings outside, but but you're actually invading into their structure. You're going into a dungeon, yeah. right? So yeah. you're well, you're but, penetrating into that that social. Maybe, they might have yeah, they might have, have first level characters, right? They might have first level characters who go out and get get their Grubhub meals and stuff, but you're <laughs> but you're actually penetrating through their fortifications. Right. But, but see, but that's so, the but that's the thing, right? At level one or two, right? As you, you're 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 having to go against the local orc warlord who's maybe a level three and his guards are yes, indeed level one. Right. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get to level 10, you know, you're now going up against someone who's, it's not just going into a dungeon, you know, again, and, and maybe that's sometimes the difference. Cause I'm, again, I'm not talking about necessarily specifically just going into a dungeon and you go to a certain level. Right. So, you know, at some point, you know, you're having to deal with, you know, a, a storm King, you know, kind of a thing. Right. right. And so you, you aren't, his guards aren't level one guards, right. Cause he's, you know, practically a God or at some point. Right. So, you know, he's going to have level nine to level 10 guards, you know, but, but, thing, but, right? but in this situation, I feel like the adventure is artificially escalating itself environmentally. I, know, but, I mean, that's so really that okay. The that matches I, it the is. Level. I think you're right. I think it's okay. I no, think it's fine. But it sort I mean, of has the, to. The, but the city doesn't magically all become fourth level because the parties. Yeah, but, but, but you're not. But you're game. not. It is a game at the right. end of the day. Right? It, it, oh, ex- I exactly. Yeah. But you're also not just sitting around, right? You know, in a city for you know fifteen levels. You, you know what I mean? Again, with most of the stuff that I've played or run in that, you know, again from from the D and D adventure books. You know, there's something going on, and so it's not like you're sitting, you know, in in one city 
for all those levels. You're going to all these different places and you've going to the well of dragons and you're going to, you know, some pit in hell. And then you've got to go to some, you know, so, you know, but you're right. If, if we just had to sort of just, just exist in one town, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but, but you kind of go and you leave those towns, right? But then you go to the sixth level town. <laughs> yeah. And then the eighth and you but, then you explore but, the eighth level fortress. Right. But and it's then the tenth level thing. But and, it's kinda like, you know, I mean, think about, you know, it w- wouldn't be in a cop wouldn't be in a cop be much different in South Central LA versus uh uh you know uh I don't know, Bel Air versus uh and I can't remember the city you're you're the town you live in. You know, but I mean, there's there's differences, right? I mean, there are going to be you differences. Compared, you compared South Central and Bel Air. I think that's pretty stark. Context. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't think you need another example. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, so again, I, I don't think it's that unrealistic. And and I always, I, and I'm just of that that persuasion that says we're playing a fucking role playing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave <laughs> you that point. I gave right. you that point. That's dude. based on fantasy, right? Well, yeah, oh, no, okay. you did right. So, so yeah, there's a whole little stink on Watsy and all the bullshit they're doing in Hasbro. Right. Shit. But tell me what, like, what is one D and D? Have you read this shit? What does it bring into the table? Why should I play that versus Five E? Well, so th- so so this is the thing. I don't know if you oh. should. At this is there point, is there a difference? Right? Well, so they're trying to. Well, so this is the thing, right? So you know they've only had three three packets of playtest material and each time you know they've okay well we're we're we we introduced some new fe- and you have to remember well you have to realize that when they do playtest when they even did the 5e playtest you know they would they would send something out and say okay well this is what we want to test this time we're thinking about these new feats right but now, that- now, now Pete, let me ask you this just on a basic level yeah D 5e like personally for me i think it's fine as a system mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. feel like there needed to be any changes made to it. it it's very oh, yeah. basic, simple, easy to run games. Were there issues that you thought needed to be changed with the actual mechanism of how Five E oh, handled no. player characters? Or no, 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 no. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm of the belief that they should have just they should leave well enough alone because just I think stop it's stop changing. It's, it. it's a good enough <laughs> system, right? But you know, that's, that I, doesn't they, that's a pro, that doesn't drive profit, Dave. Come on. Correct. Right. right. You know, and so and, and everybody feels like, you know, I mean, in, in all kinds of systems, right, that, yeah. you know, we'll got to go to the next level. Why are you on a play test one well, D&D? Why wouldn't you just keep playing 5e? Well, because it, it it's really it's an academic new. exercise, right? Oh, you you know, like, oh, let's check it out. Let's see. Okay. Let's let's see what they change. And let's kind of go through that process. I mean, you because, know, I because mean, because Pete, <laughs> so Pete's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I mean, it, yeah, no, I it, get it. Yeah. I mean, I buy new right. shit because it's new shit. I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I've never played Pathfinder yet. I read I mean, the rule I mean, book. We don't use feats in our 5e game. It's a variant, right? You don't have to use yeah. them. Are, right. are they thinking, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, what is the shape of one D&D? Like, is there anything that would really pull me in? Well, like, so... Are, feats required? Are they right. just tweaking the, vari- the variant that is feats or what? Well, so... So that's what I'm a. Uh, that's what I'm also not too sure of because okay. In, in the, because the thing is, is that you know again everybody's experience is different. So I don't know exactly what they think everybody's experience is. Right. I think that right. you know as a company they have to say okay, well we think this. In every game that I've ever played, feats have always been available. 
right? Every oh, GM as a, ev- as a choice. Every GM, every con, every Adventures League, every every place, right? Mm-hmm. So well, I think even you know, in our, I, and I think in our adventure we have feats. Do we? Yeah, but but I certainly have Never read plenty of times that you know, and I know the rule, right? That yeah, the feats are optional. The DM doesn't have to allow them; they're optional. Right. But right. And, and, you know, reading through some of this stuff, you know, it, it sounds like, okay, yeah, well, we know feats are optional, but, you know, they're, it seems like they want to make them not so optional, right? Because okay. I think probably overall most people are playing that way. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and the thing, too, is that... I mean, even if, even if the DM, you don't have to choose them. You can use the standard level up, get an ability score increase, all that stuff, right? Correct, right. correct, right. correct. And, you and ch- then... You have choices. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. and then the, the couple of classes that they've they've presented so far, I think it was Bard was one, Cleric was another. You know, well, A, they're only like, you know, sh- d- showing us like the first couple of levels kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, you know, you can't reevaluate really over the whole thing. Right, but then it's right. also characters that I've never really played. I've never played those classes. So, wow. you know, yeah, I'm reading through it and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, that sounds yeah. fine. I mean, but I never played it. So I don't know if this is going to be good or bad or or indifferent. Yeah. Um, and you know, they tried to, to change the rule for, uh, or to, yeah, again, play test a different rule for critical hits and, uh, you know, that didn't seem to go very well, but, but again, <laughs> critical hits is one of those that people do differently all the time. Right. Yeah. What, 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 what about short rest and long rest? Did they try to mess with any of that? Uh, yeah, I think that they wanted to try to tighten that up a little bit so that you couldn't take you know, uh, a, a lot of short rests kind of a thing. But, mm-hmm. but again, I, I'm now forgetting the stuff that they did to, to play test packets ago, That's you know? Um, and, and again, keeping in mind that none of this is set in stone. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, well, this is what we're going to talk about. Then they do a survey and then they move to something different. And so, you know, again, even with the five E play, play test, what started off in the very beginning really doesn't have anything to do with what it came out, yeah. you know? Uh, some of it but, stayed well, and a lot of it didn't. Yeah. I will play in a, I don't know about one D and D it doesn't like, it feels I, I, but if you run a five E game, I would play in it if I can fit it in my schedule. But yeah, well, when and you, when you play five E, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've yeah. got a, you've got a bunch of, uh, tests that you have to make. And yep. again, like I said, advantage, disadvantage, it's a, get, like that. that works. It's, a fine it's very system. simple to run. It's, it's like so system. good. Yeah. 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 It's so they, they took, you know, they they really took all the stuff that has been learned over the successive iterations of D&D. I think it works well. Um, you've got, you know, you've got the things to roll for, like, investigation, but it's not onerous. And, you know, you don't really don't have to tweak them, like, with skills in uh, 3E and stuff. So, I yeah. mean, the one the one thing it suffers from is just that legacy HP system, which, right. which is basically you have this reservoir. Of which HP. Pete, Pete says is not a problem. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not so concerned about. It. But is, I can see, and, I could see where somebody might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is like I know, and leveling is another one, right? I mean, like, what does leveling mean? I and it's been a character, like, because D and D had levels. You know, all these other adventures right. have levels that's and right. stuff. That's right. Um, that's but, that's the problem. But the true yeah. good systems like RuneQuest and GURPS don't have levels. But I'm just and, and it, I and, love and, levels. <laughs> no, no, no I love right. leveling up. Yeah. And as as a player, the way you feel a little bit is, so when your player reaches a level where he's really good at doing something, and then you're you're basically trashing the monsters, you can tell that the GM is going to be like, oh, I got to figure out how I'm going to fix this. Mm-hmm. And then the GM will create some kind of mechanism 
and then the next adventure to where you're like, well, I'm going to do this, my special ability. And the GM's <laughs> like, ha you can't do it because this guy has this ability. But right. that feels, it, it puts you guys in a serious adversarial relationship. Right, right. Which is much more than I think the normal player and DM type relationship where, hey, we're, I'm running the venture. You well, guys are the players. But now, now it feels like the GM's kind of saying like, I don't like how your character handled that, like won that last encounter or did that. So now I'm going to create out of fabric this thing that's going to defeat your character. This and is another creates, great roundtable topic, too. Or that, that, that creates a right. very adversarial relationship between the GM yeah. and the, the, the player. Right. But I have two thoughts on that because, you know, back when I started with you know, AD, D&D and AD&D back in the late 70s, right? That's what it was. You know, that's the way, you know, when people talk about sort of old school, I mean, that's... The dance that, were trying to, to kill me. us? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, this you gets know? back to what I talk about where I say that <laughs> the reason we have dice is that otherwise we would think the DM was fucking us over. Yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the dice, the dice the, help, right? The dice are there to make sure that we there's rules. Yeah. Otherwise... Otherwise, you could just have a. You could show up at a guy's house, and he could just say, "Hey, yeah." So you guys go to the door, and you listen to the door, or you can try to pick the lock, and the DM's like, "Yeah, you did it." He doesn't roll anything, and you're like, "Right," okay, or, cool. or you know, rocks fall, and y'all die. Or, yeah. Know? Oh like, yeah. Or, or a, a poison <laughs> pin pricked you, and you're like, "Fuck, that's bullshit!" Like, "Hey, asshole, you just killed my fucking character." He's like, "No, the dice did it. It wasn't right. me." It was the golem punches you for twenty-seven points of damage. <laughs> yeah, right. but that's but that's why. The, or or a giant stone block falls in the middle of a room and pulverizes a ranger. Yeah, that, yeah. it happens. It yeah, can happen. But but you I, have, but you a have lot of those, dice. Whatever, you have dice those, and you have lot. rules that protect the DM when he says it wasn't me. Yeah, it was yeah. the dice. It the was rules. the dice, right? But a lot of those, you know, old school adventures, you know, are extremely punishing, you know, and oh, yeah, and yeah. they and you yeah. know, and and I think that I think on some level, you know, the the books at some point, you know, do go out of the, the newer books, you know, try to go out of their way. Uh, well, and again, there's a there's a whole another separate talk to this because the one the the flaw, and actually, I I would disagree with you, Dave. I think it was you who said this, but you know, the 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 adventures usually from first to third are extremely punishing uh, on on players uh, uh, first oh, yeah. to third level characters right it's and it's it's cool. so I it's quite that, the opposite right well no, except 5e has very true. soft death rules no i th- i think those early adventurers are very dangerous for players yeah no yeah, yeah, really speaking, right cuz they right. don't have this giant la reservoir of hit points behind <laughs> them right right but yeah. but then but then the other part of that is that uh when you think about, you know, uh, oh shoot, now I just you, now my old brain just never seen your what we were we were talking we're about. Yeah, we'll still we'll be, we'll be arguing about this old. five minutes from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like I want to take this energy, and you know, like uh, you know, there's all kinds of good roundtable. I don't think we disagree on this, right? No, I think no, no. And I think Pete is about like I I understand the hit point thing. I think everybody understands its limitations. Some people are bothered by it more than others. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it, I think it, I think it's the fundamental problem with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it, or you points. know, it's the fundamental. It's it's the characteristic that for some people is a deal breaker, and for other people is no big deal. Right? And, and I, I I play five E. I'm fine. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it is a weird. 
because they try to pretend that it's an abstract thing. Like, oh, no, it's more your fighting skill. It's not like, oh, like the same damage that was done to you by a dagger at first level. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. not the same as it was done to you at 20th yeah. level. It's a game, though, at the end of the day, right? And That's so, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, All right. So let's. Anyway. Pete. All right. So to to just sort of wrap up. So, I, so I like that. Oh. I like that Pete is really back in five E. That I'm I'm because I am a five E fan. I don't hate the game. Yeah, right. well, I, and, I am also. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is because before the pandemic, you know, again playing it for I don't know how many years, six years or seven years or something, right? And then the pandemic hit, and right before the pandemic, I was kind of stepping away because at that point I was like, you know what, I want to play other games and and see, and you know, just the mm-hmm. sort of the group that that I had been playing with, you know, at a store, it wasn't you know, was, wasn't quite my cup of tea. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna take a little bit of a break. And, and then we hit the pandemic. And then, you know, I started, started really up with the guild at that point, as far as participating. And, you know, now I'm in so many different games, right? Now I'm like, God, I want to get back to 5e so bad. Never stop buying games. Yeah. So so basically it it took a pandemic to get you to play with us. That's (laughs) (laughs) so, That's uh, so so, yeah. Future if you stuff. love five E or one D and D, put it out there, and and we'll we'll find some way to make it happen, even with a player shortage. Yeah. And thank you for your service for being a player in so many games. I know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knew that the player we'd be missing out on players? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was that. I find. Uh, yeah. Right now, now more than likely, the next thing that I run will be a Mork Borg adventure. So yeah, because I love it's, Mork Borg. It's, 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 it's yeah, super it's easy. easy. It's super I, easy. I was actually it's I was awesome. a player. I was a player in one of those. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that would be. Uh, so that's probably mine. So uh, enough yeah. of me. Let's see what Ty has to yeah, say. Yeah, let's talk a bit. Let's talk. See what Ty's doing. All right. What am I up to? And I've only played five e once, so really? I didn't have a whole lot to say. Yeah, Dave ran something in Dallas. I think a couple of years ago that I was in. Oh okay. god! Um, don't, don't let that be your one experience. Not the bed dragon one. The bed dragon one? No, I, we were. I don't think you we, you played in a Dallas one of my Dallas. Oh, was it the Jaws one? It was like I oh, was. No, it a, was the Jaws a one. Sun, <laughs> a sun agent or something, or a, it was, was where it? the the land sharks were. Oh, the bullets. The, the bullet. The bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. don't let that be your one experience. Play anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, drunk, drunk DM Dave. Jason and I were talking about you, Dave, uh, the other day. And yeah, I'm like sure I can now recognize way. all the signs. Like Dave, like there's a level at where he feel he's like, it seems like he's still capable, but he's really not. <laughs> <laughs> and at every con, that's kind of that's the thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. That well, should not color your experience. Let's though. let's not make this all about Dave. He, he gave me an opportunity. And, oh, he's all about yeah. Dave. Yeah, you were the sergeant in charge of the squad that was supposed to yeah. get rid of the bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was not um, a. That's probably not a great representation of D and D. Yeah, just like no. yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't had other great experiences with other editions either. So, well, um, I would give it. I would give it one more chance before you just. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Pete, put something together. You never know. Yeah, I tell you, Pete. Yeah. Like, run, keep on the Borderlands in Five E. Carl needs so them. many. No, not keep on the board. Uh, why not? There's so many books, though. Too sandbox. I just can't. Too much product. Uh, can't even fathom. Anyway, uh, get, a, get a good three to six level level three to six adventure like Isle of Dread. Isle of Dread would be good. Yeah, yeah I do Isle of Dread. I I don't I don't know. Like, well, you were calling keep on the Borderlands too sandboxy. 
I mean, that's a no, but, but, I, but I think level wise, though, I think that's better. I think level wise, three to six gives players, yeah, characters yeah, okay, a little bit of all right, development. I mean, but Ty, you've played OSE, I mean, that's a that's mm-hmm. a, that's a version of Dungeons and Dragons, you've and you've, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I haven't, I haven't played, I haven't owned any it. Dungeons and Dragons since first edition, okay. Okay. And I've I played 4E. Some guys tried to introduce, or introduce me to it. I hated it. Yeah, um, 4E. 4E is very polarizing. I think, right? Yeah. Is that the and, is that the Pathfinder type one? No, Pathfinder no, no. is based on 3.5. Uh, 4E, but 4E was very minis combat based. Oh, that's yeah. where you had like actions and super right. actions you could do. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like a tactical. It anyway. was a tactical fighting game. Which... Never even exploded. Yeah, I have some 4E books, but yeah, no no strong urge to do anything with it. So so three and a half was the last one before they went to that kind of right. Where they uh, cards, Pathfinder cards. is three is three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where I was at the the crime scene and the guy came up to me and said, Hey, they're coming out with a fourth edition of D D. And I was like, Shut the fuck up. Don't ever fucking talk to me about D D in front of cops ever again. Are you fucking out of your mind? Yeah. I was like, yeah. we never talk about D D when we're in uniform. Do you understand that? It's like fight club. I was like, I was like you must be fucking insane. I look around. Any detectives around? I feel like it's a key and peel skit waiting to happen. <laughs> So I said D and D. Wait, you said those words out loud? Yes. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, so I'm uh, I'm running uh, old school essentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing Pharaoh. Yeah. An old and that's AD&D second adventure. edition. That's old AD and D second edition. No, no. Uh, uh, OSC is uh, BX. The the boxes. Oh uh, yeah. So, so DM's guide, player's handbook. That's all. AD&D. That's AD&D. These were the, like, the old school essentials is they basically took the rules from those, the basic and expert boxes and made them very easy to read in nice book format. Really good. So this is, this is races class. Is this the, the, it can be, they have variants and you have Thaco if you want to use it, but you don't have to. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And we were supposed to play tonight, but that didn't come off, but we're like, I don't know. Depending on how the guys play, we've got maybe an hour and a half left. I, I've heard module it's, wraps it's, up. It, sound, it sounded good. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like. It. Oh, it's I, been I, super I am, fun. I have I've run this. I've run these modules, and I've always wanted to play in them. And it's been so long that I don't remember any of it. So I'm super happy that I get to play in them. Uh, not as happy Ty killed my character, but whatever. Right. Well, the dice. Now, now Ty, the has game. there been a has there been any challenge like converting them or anything like that? Or no. Now it's yeah. it's close enough to because these were AD and D modules, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. This I is... series, yeah, yeah. So what's the what's yeah. the big mechanism change then that you have to do going from a like OSC to from AD and D to OSC? I don't. Know uh, the only is thing I need to do is if I if I can't find a, a monster in the OSC book, I got to figure out how I want to stat it. Oh, which is okay. a big deal. Okay. Yeah. 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 And really, the big using... difference, but, but the big difference between basic. And AD and D really had more to do, I think, with classes, classes. and stuff. Yeah, there's they, no assassin. Ultimately, yeah, right. There, there's not really a huge change in the mechanics at all. So, in fact, right. I would I would really say that we're playing AD and D because Ty allows the the advanced stuff. Well, the the OSC books definitely like if you get there's an advanced OSC right. which pulls which is kind of more like AD and D. 
right? Yeah. So it, it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not quite as crunchy in combat so, as AD and D, so but it's tried, this, this it's game is, is trapped right kind of between that way place where the game was about to convert over to AD and D. Yeah. So the advanced versions of OSE that I guess got adopted into AD and D are part of the game. Yeah, they kept the simplest like like Ty said, like the combat, like the sequence of combat will feel a little old school to people. Um, it's the it's the basic and expert sequence of combat rather well, than how do, com- yeah I get I get the so, yeah you have to declare, declare a spell exactly. something like that yep. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. but you're yeah. rolling a d twenty are you rolling d twenty rolling d twenty all oh, yeah. that's the same yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so what, yep. what's the difference it's not that big a difference no it's very yeah. small yeah you're rolling you're rolling d sixes for initiative um, right yep nice that's good yeah yeah that's doing good I think guys are having fun we're just trying to wrap it up. Um, and then Pete mentioned, uh, we're, I'm running the auction for Call of Cthulhu. We've got our third session on Monday. That's fun. Uh, we're not using a VTT or anything. It's just camera, you know, character sheets, piece of paper in front of you, a dice, you're rolling your dice, physical dice. Yeah. Yeah. That's been fun. I like it. I've, I've been mailing the guys, uh, Props and stuff, and yeah, I, I can still see. Cool. I can still yeah. see my book yeah. from our yeah. original campaign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, if they they find something, and I've got a few more surprises in store. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, in February uh, we're using Twilight to struggle at Twilight uh, Twilight two thousand right. <laughs> Twilight <laughs> two thousand for uh, kind of a Red Dawn type scenario with uh, the guys playing. Some version of themselves in, in with, St. Louis with, with which system? The, well, the, the free the, league, the, the free, free league four E, yeah. fourth edition Twilight two thousand. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I've wanted to do that for a while. Um, so what's that going to do to a C-Rex GURPS Twilight two thousand campaign? That's dead. Oh, you, we need to talk to C-Rex. I'm ready to no, play. No, that's the GURPS rule. As soon as another system comes along, the scalar mage GURPS dies. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I was having a great time in that system. Gur, GURPS is like the rope bridge across the river. So you, no, oh, we'll use GURPS that. I, oh, they. No, wait. Look, they actually built an actual bridge. Yeah, we're not using that GURPS bridge anymore. We're going to go across the other bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what about MURPS in the One Ring? Aren't you still? When you still use GURPS for? Uh, it's MURPS? it's. It well, good it's good. Role master. <laughs> well, Mirps is good in that it resolves uh, conflicts, um, uh-huh. but there is a lot of shoehorning that's required. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm a sucker. I love I love Mirps. I love it. it it's good just yeah, for it's cool. conflicts. It's good for conflicts, but I mean, really, the 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 real star of the show is the ice. Uh, oh, the all material. the ice products that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the materials yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, so GURPS does fine at like with the different skills and stuff for social yeah. interactions. Uh, you know, I think it does well, fine. Combat, it's it's even fine. It's 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 a little clunky, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, like but it yeah, it is GURPS is a lot of work up front to define how you want to run it. Right. But if you do that work, I think GURPS can run smoothly. But yeah, like yeah, Twilight 2000 from Free League is going to be a lot easier to set up and run because it's, you know, that system is great. So, yeah, it's a great system. Um, also, it's nice if you have an adventure that's like actually designed for the game system that you're playing. That's always good. Yeah. 
<laughs> Otherwise, people stress out about that too much, though. Like, oh, I got to convert these monsters. I'm like, well, how exact do you think it was when these people built these fucking no, monsters I, I, in the yeah, first like, place? I mean, like, like, are you, are, yeah, do you think they stressed out in the ice headquarters over whether this wolf had a 14 <laughs> yeah, exactly. claw or a 12 claw? They play tested this encounter <laughs> 10 times. No, they didn't. <laughs> That's right. We're lucky they got all the stats in. Yeah. I mean, Jim Dave is 100% behind that, where I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you guys, you guys killed them all. We're done. Yeah, people get all stressed out about converting shit. Like, I'm running White Rock, which was written for D and D in DCC. How do I convert yeah. it? I take my thumb, I lick it, and I point it at the screen. Right. Yeah, that That's looks right. good. That works. Yeah, my measurement is my boredom hit points are. are yes, exactly. That once I'm bored with the combat that the party's I in, failed I'm like, my boredom yeah, saving throw. I think we need to resolve <laughs> this combat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for this twenty two thousand, I'm actually using a scenario from Price of Freedom. Okay. No, I don't know if you. Price of Freedom was a crappy, unsuccessful Red Dawn type game from oh. I think it was West End Games from the nineties yeah. nice. or late eighties. Nice. Yeah. And um, you're like, I'm going to yeah. make this profitable. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to turn this around. I'm uh, gonna, and I have to make Dave. He's making us make characters based on our actual selves. You'll see how useful I am in a postal office. Oh gosh! <laughs> what what is that going to do? Well, think, think I'm fix how the is that going to continue? Yeah, think, think yeah. more Red Dawn than is there than power? Once <laughs> the power goes out, Duck's useless. <laughs> well, you want the power back on, don't you? <laughs> um, I'm playing in Duck's DCC White Rock. I'm just about to level up mm. with uh, Grimnorn. Um, and then Tom's but, and that's, uh, Tom's that's town. Been a, that's been a long, adventure. It's a long one. Yeah, fifty-five sessions. Good. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're on level four. So good. <laughs> we'll get, no, it's out great. Of good, out of fifteen. Great stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And no, been, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. I've been reading uh, Masks of Nyarlathotep again, so we'll see. Okay. But I always come back to that one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever run it? No, no. That, that's the dream. That's, that's the dream. The dream. Okay. Yeah. Right, is that like the is that one of the best Cthulhu adventures? Yeah, I mean that's the that's their standard. That's their yeah. go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Very cool. All right. All right. Well, that was some good. Oh, I haven't done me. Um that's right. most oh. most of my shit has been mentioned except for um uh the hot the hot thing is last night uh Jason ran Hollywood and I through uh, we're doing a three uh, session arc in Blade Runner, which is the new Free League. So it uses the same. Uh, I think it's very similar to the Twilight 2000, which is yeah. year zero based with the ABCD instead of other things, instead of a D6 dice pool. Free, yeah. li- free League, like kind of Blade Runners. Yeah. 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 So we're, uh, you know, and Hollywood, yeah, I, I uh, Hollywood did better prep than I did. Uh, he watched both movies. Um, and I, uh, like, you know, I may have, uh, my wife's gone, so I may have been drinking well before. Were were you only like enhance, enhance, enhance. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I may have missed some subtle clues that Hollywood went back and, and picked up on, but you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of, uh, and, and I think, I feel like I'm being typecast, but I'm playing a sexy female replicant for some reason. Um, (laughs) But uh, it was a it was a fucking blast. So the system uh, and Jason hasn't played. I think the Year Zero stuff 
uh, very much, if at all. And uh, he was thinking, yeah, this this pops. So it it's got that you get the you it feels like it's crunchy, um, but it's not. It's quick. Um, yeah. So it's that kind of because Forbidden Lands really does that for me, where it's got all these mechanics for tracking food, tracking water, but it's not onerous. Right, and well, it and pushes it you. It tells a story. I, I think exactly. Forbidden Lands, even though there's mechanics, yes, Forbidden Lands is like isn't like just from having heard you guys play it. It's not like now's where I'm going to talk about. Oh dear people, like come to my land. No, it's like it knocks the stuff out, and they decide what they're going to do. But it, there is a story that keeps tracking. Right, right. It it pushes them. It keeps them there. They have to manage their resources, but it doesn't. It just it just drives the story forward rather than being just like a, a bookkeeping thing. Well, and they feel like they're making decisions, right? Right. As they right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And they feel, yeah, I think they, well, Pete, Pete could say, but I, well, and Ty was yeah. in it before. Right. It's mm-hmm. a pretty deadly, pretty okay. deadly system. Like if, yeah. if you run off away from your party, you can lose, leave feet and things, but yeah, yeah. your zero is great. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. So we're playing, I think we've got like the next two sessions next week. Um, I'm, let's see what else hasn't been mentioned. Um, uh, probably not a lot. Uh, mothership Pete mentioned that, um, Greyhawk, Dave mentioned that, um, uh, Conan, I mean, Conan with, uh, Hollywood. That's been a lot of fun. So I think it's the same adventure. He took some other people through. Yep. Um, now, now that that's 2d 20, right? Yeah. So, so uh, Hollywood tried to get me into it. Like he yeah. wanted me to play one of them, and I was just like, it was just like one more system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he sent me the link, and I was like, Yeah. I mean, it is one like, more system. Like it I, is. I do like it though. Uh, it seems it. to fit fun. really well with Conan. Right. It's and he told me about the momentum. You have like momentum, I guess. Right. You... Right. There's always there's this economy of if you get extra hits. You build up momentum, and then you can spend those to roll extra die. You know, if you got a really important roll, you can roll. It was the the. Die. It was kind of like one of those things where the, like I guess I just wasn't that into the setting. Like my, yeah, my situation I mean, is, like, if you're going to play Conan, are you Conan? Uh, you're. If you're not you, Conan, I'm not sure if I want to play. Well, yeah, you've got to like you've got to want to play in that world, right? Outside Am I Conan's of being buddy? Conan. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing about Conan's. The books about Conan were Conan. I know, but well, you could be a barbarian. Yeah, you can be a barbarian, oh, or like. So here's my like, but you can just. It's just a. It's a. A sword and sorcery world, right? It's the. It's, it's the. El, this is the Elric problem. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't see it as a problem. Like, like, if like you do I want to be a guy living in Elric world? world? Like the world that Elric inhabited was kind of cool. You don't have was, to be Elric to play in that world. I guess, but all the yeah. stories were about Elric. Yeah, but like anyway, I'm just I, saying. Elric, is, I think Elric is a little more along that line. Conan, I think, like there were supporting characters and stuff who did things, and like I could, like the world, I think, was more fleshed out. I haven't read as much Elric though. I've so, always- so when when you did Conan, who did you play? I played uh, a guy. Uh, my character inspiration was Croker from the Black Company. So okay. I played a guy who was a mercenary. He was mm-hmm. pretty good at fighting. He was good at lore, and he had some medical skills. And did you have interactions with Conan? No, because we had uh, uh, an archer type 
And I don't think we had any barbarians in our party. We were just, you know, we were employed to go find this artifact and we went and did it. Or we're in the process of doing it. Yeah, so you you did not run into Conan at any point in the adventure. No. But I don't, like, I don't think you, like, the world exists independent of Conan. Like, yeah, you don't have, and, you know, nobody no, I, has I to it. play that barbarian. I'm just saying, it's called Conan. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Uh, Mutant Year Zero. I'm looking through all this stuff. Uh, yeah, Harn. The interesting thing, I did want to comment on Harn is... Um, which Pete wrapped up and then M space, uh, which was another art thing. I mean, art wrapped up um, like Harn, uh, like Rex was really into Harn because it's got, there's a lot of politics in it. And it's like this feudal society that's fully fleshed out. But the other thing with Harn is it's made by Columbia games, which, you know, makes right. the block war games and right. their combat system is crazy. And it was funny like I wasn't particularly like I kind of got stuck reading the rules and shit. And but when we got into combat, I'm like I got interested in it, um, just because it was like it was very interesting. And I don't know that we did combat a hundred percent correctly, but like that was when I got the most interested in it. Um, there were a lot of uh, we talked a lot about having session zeros and stuff because we all like a lot of the guys just kind of rolled random characters. And uh, it, it was, I think, Art struggled. And he didn't really tell us, like, what the adventure was going to be. And he, you know, and I love Art. Um, this was like, was, this the, penny, was this the pennies of rye thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought uh, he did a good job. Of rye. No, no, it was fun. He did a great job. But, like, the thing behind the scenes you don't see. And he did this, in, well, and I'm going to bring up my particular issue with M-Space, where, like, he'll go in... And like, and maybe I need to be more aggressive about like, hey, what do I need my character to do? But like, I design a character for M space. Like, I design a starship pilot. What are we doing in M space? We're driving around on the fucking ground. We haven't been in space the whole fucking time. Yeah, I'm like, so what? Eighty five points in pilot. Right. Like, and you know, I can drive a little bit, but Jesus. Like, anyway. But yeah. Uh, like with uh, so like CB, he's a, he's his mutations and he's an amphibian or something. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But that's okay. not. I mean, that mutation was random. That's that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mutations yeah. for a dog handler, like it's just yeah, it yeah. In Ty's Mutant Year Zero game, I have a character who's a dog handler, so his dog does everything for him. But he's got this mutation that helps him with melee. But like, if unless things go really bad, I'm not in melee. My dog's up there fucking you up. So anyway. Um, but yeah, that's not that I don't blame. I mean, that that's not you. That was just the character creation process because you're a mutation. So, so duck, what you do then is you role play. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> overcome wow. that gap. Jump Shots that gap. Fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Pete, you ran one Mark Borg one shot in real time and, and that <laughs> well, qualified you for the round table. Maybe we're revoking that. But it was great. Pete did a great job. I thought it was no, awesome. Did. I'm just like Jesus <laughs> so mean. So can I go get a drink? Are we yeah. take Yeah, a why don't we break? I can yeah. use a little refresher. Why don't we take a couple minute break and we'll come back? Cool. All right.
Alrighty. <laughs> I actually, I mean, with the art thing in Harn, like I felt, like I, I was perfectly happy in that system. But I felt, I felt bad for art and for some of you guys because, I mean, you were, you didn't complain, but like, like who sends? It just didn't make sense. Why would you send a baker, a rat hunter? And I forget what what was the so Caleb was a rat hunter, and, and like, he was a farmer, and some farmer Blair was a on farmer this, on this mission, right? It was right. hard. Well, I, and and that part I understand, but it, at some point, I just was like, well, I put that part into my backstory. I'm a cook, you know. I I put some stuff into archery. I think it was, or you yeah. know, and I was like, you know, it look, just still I, doesn't, I wanna... it doesn't make sense. Like I I think, yeah. I don't know. I I, and I, know. I I wonder if it's more just we wanted to, and and I was okay with this. Just fuck around and find out with a harm system, but yeah, I I one of the things I think I've learned is that I want to like when I'm designing, and you have to do this for GURPS because there's just so many skills. And Harn seems the same way. Like, hey, you guys should have somebody who knows how to do this, and you know, somebody, and everybody should know, you know, like in GURPS Traveler, like. Everybody should know like zero G and you know like back suit. Yeah, if you're going to be in space. I mean, I guess I always also look at it again. Just my experiences have been that okay. So you know, you go to a game store, you go to a convention, mm-hmm. you know, you go to Adventures League, you know, and you know people show up day one to play in an adventure, and yeah. everybody wants to do something different. You know, I somebody heard about being a warlock, so they want to do that. Someone wants to yeah, do yeah, that, you know, yeah. and and you know, there's uh, never ever have I played in a, uh, until we got to the guild where it was people were trying to figure out what they were going to play to fit the adventure. It was like, Oh, I want to play this, you know? And then, and then we just, we went from there. And so I just always feel like that's just part of what you do and try to figure out what's the best way to, to, to to work it. You know, I think it works better though, when you have that talk and, you know, I mean, there's all the bullshit about session zero and like, you know, lines and blah, 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 but, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but um, like, it's worth having that chat about like, Hey, you know, do you guys want to have a lot of combat? Do you guys like if, because it's different than when you go to a convention, you're sitting down for three hours at a convention and then yeah. you're walking away. Right. No, no, absolutely. Right. But I mean, if, yeah. I mean, we're getting in this, like, if, I mean, guys coming into DCC, like, you know, it, it's a mega dungeon, like, you know, know what that means. Um, I mean, I think that was pretty self obvious, but like, you know, if you're not into that, then, you know, don't, don't do it. Yeah. So it's, but it's because it's a much bigger commitment. I think it's worth doing. Like, and we played Harn for like 12 sessions. So 10, maybe. I don't know. It was a lot. I, think, yeah. I remember when uh, we, with Pharaoh at one point, like I said, hey, we got to get more organized. Let's have a caller. Right. And I think I can't remember if I signed him or how it happened, mm-hmm. but like, Carl ended up being the caller. And a, yeah. a couple of minutes in, I'm like, I don't know that he knows what a call. He right. her, like I just, <laughs> yeah. I just assumed that he knew the system, and because of right. you know it's old school D anD D, and I don't think well, Carl I mean, played old you, school. You you yeah. killed him shortly after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah he, he, he learned. Pay, his he lesson. had to pay for that. He had to pay for that. He just had to go get his bag, I guess. But anyway, yeah, yeah. You learn. I mean, it's 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 kind of you just have a party leader, right? Who's going to tell? No, because when, when everyone's kind of yelling stuff, you're like, hold on, hold on. What right. are you guys actually doing? Right. Yeah. Because you're like, there's tripwires everywhere. 
<laughs> like, yeah. like I need to know before everyone yep. starts running all over the place. Yep, 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 for sure. Yep. All right. Well, you know, we're at the part where we should round table. All right. What uh, do we want to do? I think the most popular one was um, we could, you know, there was the what's your favorite system? Um, and we could throw a little, uh, does that change when you're the person running it or the person playing and why? Okay. okay. Uh, um, we could do some, uh, you know, players like what happens when you don't have enough players? How, you know, how do you handle a player being out? Um, uh, I don't know. What do you guys feel like? Like, like I, I think I suggested the shortage of players thing. And that mm-hmm. was my thing where like with Sandhark, I have an adventure where it's a file of, of troops, basically. So there's three players and there's seven, there's supposed to be 10 of them for the adventure. Mm-hmm. And so the idea was that I came up with was I said, uh, as you guys encounter groups, if there's a group that's your size and you get in a conflict with them, we're going to assume you've got like six mooks oh, in your right, squad. Right. right? Yeah. So they'll match up with those guys. So if there's a fight, you fight with your guys. And but, but then if something bad happens, like uh, at some point they, I think they had a tracking role. And this this goes into the thing we were talking about, where the, the it's the role that they need to make to keep the adventure going. Yet somehow they cannot roll a fucking die to save their lives. So they're going to fail that die roll. Mm-hmm. Now some people would say like, don't make them make the die roll. Yeah. No, I I would say. They make the they take the die roll, but with my situation, I said you lose one of your mooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they failed it, and I said one of your guys sprained his ankle or right. was injured in some way. He yeah. has to limp back to the base, so they yeah. lost a mook. Now it's right. it's a little bit harder to sell in RuneQuest, where like everybody has healing magic, and but I was mm-hmm. like, no, this cannot be healed. Like, yeah. like, like or whatever. maybe you know, maybe the guy just says "fuck this" and wanders off, right? That's well, luckily all. the party did not question it. Like I was nice, just like, nice. "Yeah, you lose a mook." So yeah. Uh, so, but well, so that's and, how, and that morphing into the other interesting topic, like when do you do a role? Yeah, yeah, I mean that that is the question, right? Right. Like so, there's a role that's consequential to how the adventure is going to go. Like I said, the tracking thing. They're, are they going to follow yeah. the path? Or are yeah. they going to find the clue? And if they all fail it, what do you do at the end of that? Exactly. Yeah. And there I, are, like, I, you what know, do you do? there are gumshoe, like, there's a system called gumshoe, right? Which, uh, and you can do this, uh, like, when Ralph ran Call of Cthulhu at the con, right? He would do, there's a way to kind of uh, shoehorn Call of Cthulhu, which is like, does anyone have library at more than 40? Okay, right. you find this, right? So that there's no role. Like, you know, as long as you've mm-hmm. got and you know what your character I mean, have, I mean, like, there, there's, right? right, there's there's an argument that if there's a skill role that's so significant that the adventure might be derailed by them failing right. it, you should not make them take the role. That's absolutely right. Yeah, but no, do that. But then that cheats them out of the fact that they might have a skill that helps in that particular thing that they've invested in. So uh, my my position is, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, let them do it. And if, like I said, if they succeed and they get some benefit, and if they don't, then they suffer some consequence. 
Right. But they still Well, yeah, if it's like a yeah. track and roll, what if they just lose the track for like a day and like have another random encounter that could fuck them up? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. A right. thousand different things you can think of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to come it, up with a negative consequence that does because the, the moment the, the moment yeah. for me was when I was listening to Ty's World War One yeah, or yeah. World War II One where where they had that where the, there was a boat thing and I think they were riding over the waters and he's like that was you guys one hear of the anything very first ones, yeah yeah there was checks and I was thinking God what's yeah. he going to do if there's no they don't hear anything and I think they didn't. Yeah, that's Check happened. For it. Yeah, we we're capable of rolling so shitty. None but of this was, happening. but it was, it was again for all of us. I think it was so early in our gaming. Oh yeah, experience. no, yeah, yeah, no. I that I was like, I learned from it. Was I listened to it and I, in many ways? Yeah. And I thought I listened to it and I thought, oh god, like yeah, you shouldn't make them take a check if it's yeah. going to be important. Like opening a pantry, for example. Yeah. Now I I will point out you guys finished every mission. Oh jeez, Ty, I'm not making fun of you about it. Yeah, no, no I'm, 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 and, but. I, I guess what I'm getting at, I think sometimes, I think this, we've talked about this kind of topic a lot, and it usually yeah, comes yeah. down to Gumshoe and Cthulhu for some reason. Yeah. Um, I I don't know that I don't know that I've seen games fail because of roles or scenarios yeah. fall apart because of roles. Oh, um, but I think because the GM folds and says and gives them the clue. Yeah. Give or yeah, or you know maybe and maybe it's just the like there may be a second or two where the GM needs to take a step back where like. If you have five people trying to make a perception roll and you know mm-hmm. you've got a bunch of people at 60 or 70, you're not expecting them all to fail. So maybe you just haven't thought about it. So maybe there's like a, you know, a 30 second lull while the GM tries to figure out, well, like, okay, like, you know, they need to figure this out somehow, but like, you know, what do I do? And then you move right. forward. So that might I be, mean, that's reasonable. I mean, I, and part of it is to the adventures that were handed, right? Yeah, where yeah. instead I mean, this of being a very like, old school thing, where like, instead yeah. of being yeah, like, right. oh, you have to find the tracks to figure out where the the bad guys went. Maybe it should be if you find the tracks where the bad guys went, you if you roll successfully, you find like, oh man, they're bleeding, or there's right. some extra information you get from succeeding. Right, right. But yeah. any idiot could follow the tracks, or right. you're you're, or the other thing is you're a scout. You have tracking skill fifty percent. You don't need to fucking roll to follow the tracks of a eighteen people on horseback moving yeah, through the hillside. Right, you know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. But you want yeah. to give them a chance to roll dice, so maybe yeah. that's just for extra benefit for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one, Ty, one I feel about, like you you want. Go ahead, Ty. Sorry. I was say one of the things about about the Call of Cthulhu system, though, is that you know your your character advancement is based. Almost entirely on passing skill rolls, right? Right. So right. if you're hand, like I don't, I don't know what Ralph does, but you know, I, that's well, true. Rune, yeah. Rune, well, RuneQuest is well, the he's same only way. running a one shot, so it's probably not a yeah. fair comparison, right? But, but, but RuneQuest runs exactly the same way. Yeah. And character advancement in Call of Cthulhu isn't, I don't know, that I, important, I, I, I really all that into all that interesting, but but uh, it's kind of like okay, we're going to hand. That's one of my big beefs with all the BRP bullshit. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Not that well, GURPS yeah, well, does character advancement any better with points. Well, well, the, the the way we do it in RuneQuest, though, is like, um, well, we'll get into situations like, say, uh, a combat's over, and they're going to heal someone, and they want to mm-hmm. cast a heal spell. Yeah. So, like, why cast it? Okay. So, I just say, like, instead of us going over and over again with you rolling it, I think now that there's, it's not a, 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 a stressful moment in the, the mm-hmm. adventure, I think we can just agree that you're eventually going to successfully right, cast right, a heal yeah. spell you heal them that's fine pay yeah. this pay the magic points i do that sometimes yeah 
but but that does not qualify as an experience check. Oh, interesting. In burp for us because it was yeah. not under stress. Yeah. Oh, like good. if you're in the middle yeah. of combat and yeah, you run over to your friend yeah. and you cast that heal spell on him, yeah, you have to roll it. Oh my god, I gotta get it done, and you yeah. succeed. Good job. You right. that's an experience check, but gotcha. but not for. Hey, yeah. we're all sitting around a campsite and your your ankle still hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a kind of a then an interesting intersection between when do you roll character advancement. And there's another aspect. There's like there's three aspects, right? Where if so, duck that thing that you posted about when do you roll? Mm-hmm. Like I really like that idea. You know, piece, uh, players will often say, "Hey, can I make a roll for perception?" And then I right. always have to go, "Well, what are you doing?" Right. You know, what are you and trying to I find like out? I like it when I like it when players say, "Hey, I want to look in the book. I'm going to spend an extra ten minutes. Can I roll?" You know, like they've set up the narrative around that right, roll. Right. 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 Yeah. But, right. Yeah. And yeah. if 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 they're doing it that way, then that's cool because then that do, also do, feeds into, Ty, into, Ty, into do character. You, do your players do that where they say I'm spending an extra time? Not enough. I mean, I just, yeah, we probably need to you, do that more. You just imagine that they would do. That. Yeah. No, I like when when we set up the auction. I said, here are the things you know. Don't you know? And we did like session zero or session point five or whatever. It was like. Here are the things that, if you're kind of new to Call of Cthulhu, here's the things that you can do to help you succeed. Here's yeah. how you pass. That would have been roles. great in your World War II Cthulhu, because like here's how- it was at the end that you told us you guys should always go to the library, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, and, and that goes that goes back to me just knowing never that go that we were all never go straight to the lighthouse. Do not go right up to the lighthouse and find out why the lighthouse <laughs> is not lit. You go to the library. <laughs> we were all we were all new. It was fine. I had a great yeah. time with that. I don't don't ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but that Maybe. that type of mentality as a player, what that helps your role play. Yeah, that, yeah. that helps it helps the GM because they you know that helps right. push the story along. It helps your PC because you're. That's yeah. actually how character development works because you're you're passing skill roles or at least attempting them. Yeah. So I think I think there's that 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 thing that you posted. I don't know where that was from, Duck. That's something it's from that I've seen uh, Retropunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's like don't just ask for a role. Like. Right. Why? Why okay. should I give you a role? It, you got yeah. One, you got to be doing something that's a challenge, and two, like and right. you know and you know this is based on a lot of the PBTA stuff, which I think like. Every GM should run some PBTA because I just think it makes like Dungeon World like read the GM section because it's great. But anyway. also, also some of these skill levels that the characters have are where they shouldn't need to check for right. what we ask them to do. Like, yeah, I'm going to go try yeah. to find a book in the library. Well, <laughs> if the guy's got like a library skill of like fifty percent or sixty, yeah, I think he should be able to do just it. go yeah. get it. Like, yeah. and I don't think he needs a role. That's for all that. Ralph was doing, right? Like, if it was yeah. something kind of like you're driving a car down the road and you have car at a higher than thirty percent, mm-hmm. like, yeah, anybody can do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. And that, yeah, and that's that's great. But yeah, it is a little challenging. Now, here's a uh, here's an addendum on the rolling topic. Um, oh, I didn't finish my my PBTA thing. Is like think about like, and you can think about this with the GM and the players too. Like, what's going to happen? Like, if before you roll, what's going to happen if I pass? That's usually pretty easy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, fireworks are going to go off. Everybody's we're, happy. We're we hoping, win. honestly, we're hoping they pass. Yeah, but. If if you're always hoping they pass, 
that's not like have a like the the key point of a role is like this interesting interesting shit like they're going to lose the track and you know they're going to get assaulted by killer ducks in a random encounter because they've lost their way or you know like you should only be rolling if you have some idea of what's going to happen both sides and, and i mean that's a probably a pretty high standard but it's it's a good piece of advice i think i mean i mean and to 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 ty's point like I've, I've talked to my guys a bunch of times where you'll be like okay so you're in the room um what are we doing and it's like is anybody going to scan Right. investigate and and maybe a guy will be like well i'm gonna do this thing and like rune rune quest has this thing where you can actually help someone right with something yeah that's and you can help them by that. even by dancing or singing like oh, spirits like them. yeah so yeah you can inspire them so i'm like mm-hmm. so i've i've i'm trying to push it to where i'm like okay are we gonna like like we do the dance jam and try to and so <laughs> like guys will actually oh, dance yeah, yeah, and yeah. try to like but it is it does help them a little bit with the whole tribal feel for it where they're like all right, someone's searching. This might be him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think uh, on rolling? I don't think we use hidden GM roles enough. Like, I think searching roles and... I like, do. I do exclusively now. I don't, okay, good. I yeah. No, I, something I need to, I think, myself, maybe it's me. Like, for like, their perception? Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, it should be all, like, hidden. I was just reading the Cepheus, which is the uh, Traveler... Um, kind of remake the old school traveler remake right. and they were, i was reading about traveling uh like jump jumps and i was thinking like you know you plot the jump and your role on your skill like wouldn't that be a lot better as a gm role where you do the they, plot right they don't and, know. You know, yeah yeah i'm gonna do the plot and you roll and the gm says yeah looks good to you <laughs> that's right you don't like because otherwise why would you push the button <laughs> exactly yeah 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 I mean, I guess you could replot it and that takes time and there's a, you know, a downside for that. But like, maybe there's some range of results where like, yeah, the player thinks it's fine, but it's not a great plot. Yeah. I mean, and I'll be honest. I do fudge occasionally. Like I'll fudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah just no, like, I do that too. Yeah. I'm like, that's not happening or that's not going to do that. But yeah. again, it is that kind of compact that you have with the players, right? Yeah. And the, that's the dice, the rules. They're all there to make sure that the players don't think they're getting fucked over by the GM. Yeah. Now, and, but I know like, you know, if you play, you know, there, we have the verb samurai, right. But um, in forbidden lands, uh, I was, when I started playing it, like there's these things in forbidden lands called willpower points, which every time you try and do something um, you roll and then you can push the roll. And uh, like, so it's, it's a D six pool and sixes are successes and ones are usually some sort of damage, but only if you push the roll and you, and then you have ones at the end, those count damage, whatever attribute you were rolling against. But every one of those also gives you a willpower point. So Ger, uh, Rex is playing a sorcerer and the way that you cast spells is you spend willpower points. So I, you know, early on when we were playing the system, he was like, oh, you know, I want to think in my head about uh, like this lore thing because he was a, you know, he was uh, a slave of a wizard. So he read all his books and he had a decent lore skill and stuff. And and then he would push the lore skills like, yeah, I think really hard. And uh, and then I was reading some advice on Forbidden Lands, which I then instituted. And I, you know, Rex may not have been initially happy, but I think it makes the game flow a lot more. It's like you can only push rolls when like things are really serious. Like, if you're just conflict, thinking, yeah, stress, oh, okay. yeah. Stress. 
Yeah, because like he was using it as a me- a mechanic to just fucking generate willpower points. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that doesn't right. like there was something wrong there. And then There's I was big, reading big, that on the free league forums. Like, yeah, I think only I think in combat, are, you know, deaths, you know, deathly situations it, are. Really in Ty, Ty could speak for Call of Cthulhu, but I think in definitely in RuneQuest for the BRP aspect, uh, it's under stress. Like you can't. You don't right. get an experience role for just sitting around like, oh, I think I'm going to jump over this bridge. Now I'm going to jump over the other side. Yeah, now yeah. I'm going to jump this way. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes it, sense. It, these are situations, the experience points are if you're successful, yeah. under stress. No. And I think, I mean, there was, a, there was a bit of grumbling, and they always grumble when I say, no, you can't push that. But I think I think it's better. I think we're better off as a group when I, I don't know, Pete can chime in, but. You, you think we're better <laughs> off. Oh. As a player. I mean, the thing is about rolling is, you know, the again, being a player as much as I am, you know, and I know we all play too, but I mean, most players like to roll dice. So, know. you know, for me, I'm like, well, I want to try to have people roll the dice as much as possible, but I also want to balance that with the role play, right? And that, you know, yeah. and so yeah. when we talk about, you know, some of these things, you know, if you can come up with a good you know, reason, you know, good, good. Well, and, and keep in mind, again, I think we're a different, I, I have to remember sometimes that, you know, when I was playing before the guild with, you know, the, the people from stores or, you know, that kind of stuff that it's different from playing with the same guys in the guild over and over, mm. you know, because some people are really good at role playing and, and a lot of people don't run it. They just want to roll. So sometimes oh, yeah. they're like, Oh, can I just, can I roll for insight? Cause they don't know what else they could do. Right. But yeah, yeah. you know, if, if, if you or Rex said, Oh, can I just roll for insight? It'd be like, uh, no, tell me why, <laughs> you know, what do you, yeah. what do you mean? What are you going to do? So, so, you, right. you know, what, what is the willpower argument? Like why, why do you get willpower? I think it, I think it's like the, the similar to like XP under duress. You're, you're gaining some sort of like intrinsic, like, you know, I was in this bad situation and I really had to buckle down and, you know, like I, I was trying to hit this guy with my sword and I swung and I missed, but like, maybe I, you know, I dragged the tip on the ground and lifted it up and got him on my second try. So it's, it's a, it's a benefit you gain from a failure. Correct. Yeah. Character. Yeah, because yeah. I think yeah. is yeah, I think the idea is you're pushing yourself to the limit, and if you push yourself yeah. to the limit and and you fail, it you know the resilience. It, right. Yeah. yeah. It is. A, it every, is does take a little getting used to in the Forbidden Lands world. Yeah, it is a weird one. And then every what character class seems to have some sort of yeah you get perk or special ability. It's how yeah. you cast spells. It's how you. They yeah. use it right. You they need to spend a willpower, at least one willpower point to cast a spell. Or they're everyone like the you know, the classes have talents and to yeah. activate like Pete has the Well all the know, skills and talents have yeah, they willpower. All, just the talent. Is Ty playing in Forbidden Lands? He was and then he, he did was. Yeah. Oh god, I think Ty and I you Ty, you and I should join up. We should join up. <laughs> I, I I I was looking at my list. I'm not playing enough. I think our I characters. I think our characters could be twins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we could actually play as twins in the game. I don't know. I mean, Ty was great in that Forbidden Lands. He played a goblin yeah. minstrel, and uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, not I even, love I'm not even joking. I think we could play as twin characters. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do Which it. You twins never know, Dave. Are part of the party. I'll, I'll 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 make it happen. I mean, I will have. I do have to check with my. I mean. Uh, Art will we're say we're, yes we're two twins. We're two twins. We're yeah. comfortable with each other. We have to check with Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say how I, I like I like Dave 
who's been drinking about halfway through the podcast. He's got great ideas. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's but you know, I mean, the twin thing's kind of been done with Pete and Hollywood, and that was pretty epic. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but and, with uh, us, we don't sound anything alike. So I think it'd be much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you like Danny, Danny, like who, which one's Danny DeVito and which one's Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah. No, we are identical. <laughs> yeah. But then in Carl, Carl ran us through uh, B1 in 5e and. And Hollywood and Pete played twin uh, warlocks or something. It was pretty good. And backdoor spiked that adventure. Yeah, that fucker. See, run that. Run us through uh, what it was the C one, whatever it was, right? That backdoor was going to run us through, and we had. I don't. I don't get the feeling. I don't get the feeling that Ty's really excited about ganging up with me as. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you started I think that that even thing by that he joined, like saying, you know, he should just shut up. That that just makes me even more excited about it. I, I would love to play in Ducks Forbidden Lands. Uh, I'd love to play with you, Dave. I don't, I'm ready to con- commit to adding seven characters to Ducks. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So I'll be the first. I'll be the. I'll be the first twin. You'll be one of two. And twins. then, you'll be then a, Ty, when when you decide to join, you'll be the second twin. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, Sounds great. Find a find a character class and yeah. I'm just I'm just lonely. like you don't have to be the same character class as me. I'm not oh, really? saying that. Okay, oh, we're just like twins. I could be a goblin. You could be an elf. We no, we're thing. we're no, we oh, are physically like twins. Like Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, twins? No, <laughs> we're physically twins. <laughs> well, Dave, I'll tell you what. The uh, they're on their way to a city called Grindbone. Uh, which is a half controlled by slavers and half controlled by the thieves guild. So that's where your character is going to be. So think about that. Oh, I can't play in a game where there's slavery. That's fine. Okay. You'll just your character will just never appear. I'll just be a twin without a brother. <laughs> Can be your eternal quest. Find your twin. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah, and, and I did have the dream of replacing Backdoor. I wanted to always play out Backdoor's character. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we. What did we? All right. He had the, yeah. he had the yeah, drunken he the angry oh, fighter. He had the he drunken had the angry drink. fighter. Uh, you know, we could we could retcon. I think we. I think he was killed in the TPK minus Gurk. No, no, I don't think. I think you guys. No, he no. Them. He yeah, like they he, uh, they, they, they abandoned them. They abandoned them and they never found them. I think that's right. Yeah, he. You could bring Alec. It's Alec. You could bring Alec. Alex back. angry. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. drunk and angry. He was. Hey, no, he no, was no, a no, very. No, no, yeah. no. Didn't didn't we put no Alec and and Breek, uh They were put in the catapult. Was Breek. it? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. Because I think we had Alec, and you were like, we, you know we what? Could, we might as we well get rid of Alec on, now. We could on that. That doesn't sound like something Alec would do. I don't know. He might have been drunk. For now, no, I'm definitely <laughs> Ty's long lost twin brother. Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice. Wait, is Sleek still alive? Do we know? I don't think. No, no not officially. I think all those yeah. guys are dead. Yeah. They're all murdered. Everyone in Forbidden Lens. What did murdered. we do with Sleek? I don't even remember what we did with Sleek. I think no, he yeah. and Alec went somewhere. I think that when the sun sets in that land, all <laughs> NPCs die. <laughs> yeah, could be or whatever. Could be. Could be. All right. Do we want to morph onto another uh, roundtable sure. topic, or sure. uh, how about um, we could talk about number of players as a sweet spot, especially since we're talking about oh. adding two more players to my Forbidden Lands. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Ty, I think Ty, it depends on the system very strongly. Why don't we let Ty talk about this because he claims like eight players every two weeks. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I like to run with five. 
Okay. I don't know why. I think four fourths is too slim, and six is it's unmanageable. And, huh. and part of the, the the manageability part of it is and this kind of gets into maybe another topic duck that you floated about, like GM burnout. Mm-hmm. It's like I I am just so sick of managing calendars, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. You know, mine and everyone else's. Did, and, did you do Did you do doodle? Is that what you're doing? Doodling? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I. I think when we were playing World War Cthulhu, we had it on the regular. We had every other Sunday, right? Yeah, and I adopted this kind of mindset: like if if only one guy's missing, I'll I'll still run it. But if two, and that's been my if two guys are out, I do the same thing actually. Yeah, and I I think I I think I'm going to try something different. Like I think I'm not going to do that anymore. My my favorite is the doodle where it's all looking good, and then the sixth (laughs) guy picks one date. And I'm yeah. like, motherfucker! <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, everyone yeah. picked like five dates on that calendar. You picked one. Like, you're you're I, not I, the yeah. you're not the shot honestly, caller, motherfucker. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. though, these days I am that guy just because I'm probably overbooked. But yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's that annoys me. Where I'm like, although I'm never the last one, I usually come in first. But yeah, I'm not I'm not picking a lot of dates. Well, for my my rule is I give priority for the people who pick first. Yeah, yeah, so if yeah. there's a tie and oh, one, okay. guy's, one guy can't make it, another guy can't make yeah. it, yeah, I look no, at who put in first and I yeah. go on, I pick that guy first. Yeah, the yeah. doodle thing. I honestly like a tie and tie pushed me into this, but getting on the schedule, uh, like uh, just, just the best thing ever. Like, cause like on yeah. the doodle, like, you know, you get them in and like, oh, uh, I've got like the prep for three sessions this week. Nope. Every Wednesday. I mean, it can be a little no, bit. True. It can be a little bit like, okay, it's Sunday. I got to start like pulling up the recording and listen, but, but it's very regular, right? Right. It's great. I like it. But but, but when you pick two Wednesdays. You, are you mad at me? Cause I've locked out Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't, that didn't happen intentionally. It just kind of like, I'm a, I'm a believer that if you run a good game, you can get yeah. the players to play. Yeah, right? how long both of you know, have we, gone? I we're, mean. we're not we're not competing in a free market for players. Right? <laughs> no, but like, uh, it's interesting. Uh, like we do, we do the like, and you know, I just give uh, Jason money for the uh, Podbean stuff. But we could, I, I would be perfectly acceptable if we wanted to like have like a certain number of like fixed days, and then just have people bid on those. You know, like hey, you can have the you know, uh, Tuesday time slot, first and third Tuesdays of the month. And, you know, that, and see who, whoever wins it, you know, you bid. And then that money goes to the, you know, the podcast. I don't know. Oh, like, bidding, like for, for like role playing. Like, because like we were, there were, uh, some GMs who were like, I think it was probably backdoor. We're coming in and like grabbing, like, I'm going to have, I'm going to you know, designate this to me, my slot. And, and like the GMs that have been doing doodles for years and years are like, wait a minute, but you don't get that to sounds say like that. something backdoor would do. It does. It does. I mean, love backdoor, but yeah. Get he, it be. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it's, yeah, it's good if you can get it. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, tough I when you're doing I the doodles. Think, I, I would say generally, I guess if you run a good game, you're going to attract the guys that want to play. So, yeah, the market system. Yeah. So. The other thing about we were talking about, you know, number of players too is is I think there are six in OSE. Yeah, you got six, right? Six players. Yeah, I think. So. And yeah. like, I don't know. Like when I when I was growing up, D and D was supposed to be played with like six to eight players. Right, and that didn't obviously right. didn't always happen, but it happened. Yeah. Did you have Fair that? Enough. We we never had that many. The most we ever did. had was three or four. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, we we would get five, six guys pretty regularly. I mean, um, we didn't have any girlfriends or anything, but maybe my area was cooler than your area. But we <laughs> oh, I, I have no doubt. I have no <laughs> doubt. Um, I, had, I mean, I had six guys in DCC for a long time. I worry. Yeah. The, I mean, you had I a do, lot of. What did you have at first, though? In DC, like you had like. Well, we we had a funnel, and people had multiple. We had thirteen characters right. among oh, six okay. players. Yeah. No, but I mean, to be fair, I can't complain too much because Rune Quest. I do have six in yeah. my main Rune Quest. Yeah. And I have three mm-hmm. on the side. It depends yeah. on the system, right? Like, yeah. I think it worked okay in DCC. Um, because it's an old school, like everybody gets their turn in combat and there's enough combat that like, I do worry, like, I, I think when you have six, uh, like I do, I, I and I, I don't think I'm good enough at it yet, but I want to make sure that like the quiet people are like yeah. getting focused yeah. and like, you know, they're not. No, you do a good job. I've, I've listened. To I, that. I know, but I, I, I always worry. And I think oh, that's why I do a good job because I'm worried about it. I, I think I could do better, but yes, I've, I've thank you for. Yeah, I they try do. and do that, but I think when you I have and six Ty, players, Ty, as much shit as I talk about Ty, Ty does a great job too. Yeah, Ty does it. Stuff. Ty does it too. Yeah, um, but I think it. The, sometimes the system supports that, but then I do want to say, like we were talking about this in Blade Runner too. Like Blade Runner is cop. You know, you guys yeah. are solving a case. Two players. Yeah, fucking yeah. two players <laughs> is the best. Well, right. sometimes, yeah, that's the best thing. Like, I, I, yeah. I and I want to bring up our Greyhawk stuff again. Yeah. But, but Pete, <laughs> whatever, but, fuck but, you. The, the best adventures <laughs> we had were two of us with Pete doing Greyhawk. I mean, and it's 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 easy for scheduling. It's it's, yeah. it's yeah. and it's much more personal the adventuring. And you got the kind of that buddy cop thing where like yeah. one guy's like oh, it's a totally like yeah. Other. I understand that Jason and I ruined your Greyhawk game. No, no. My, my point is, as you add characters in, you add voices in, right? So yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. when yeah. you have two voices and two characters, that that can create a really cool kind of no. adventure, and it changes when more people get added. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pete, Jason, and I have done a whole bunch of these Jersey eighty three things with. And we just rotate the GM and it's always two players and a GM and it's just awesome. Like we do the, like, uh, you know, Jason, but my favorites are the ones where I play the action scientist and Jason is the, um, uh, uh, holy (laughs) Catholic, uh, exorcist killer. And, uh, it's just, yeah, the buddy dynamic is amazing. Uh, I totally agree. Two player RPGs are excellent. Uh, And there's a ton of different ways you can do them. So, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, fun. I think it even works like you were doing, you know, you guys were doing Greyhawk adventures as a buddy. It's just going to have a different feel for the players. And I think that's fine if you've got the right players and everybody's into that. Um, but like, if you're on like, you know, I think the white rock thing has benefited from having a whole party of misfits kind of like fighting. Right, but that's a huge gonzo thing. Yeah, where exactly. Guys are showing up. I mean, they're, they're showing up in various degrees of, I'm not even sure how they're dressed when they're logging exactly. on. I mean, yeah. 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 No. And that's what I want. That's perfect. Yeah. Who knows? That is, yeah. Yeah. Those guys are great. And you know, like that is in like, you know, like, we were kind like of, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be like, Particularly because, believe me, I've been drunk online many times. But that is not my type of game that I would think I would be like, yeah, I'm going to get into. No. Uh, but And you'll notice a lot of those players are kind of unique to that game for me, right? I mean, Pete's right. in that. But, like, and John's in Forbidden Lands. I don't think John really, like, he doesn't enjoy Forbidden Lands. He enjoys DCC. Derek. Derek oh, yeah. Derek, Derek loves it. Yeah. Uh, Carl, I think, loves the, mm-hmm. like. 
just the gonzo-ness of it. So, I yeah, mean, cool. his, and his character's so great in that. I'm like, yeah, God. yeah. He gets a lot of, you were talking about, and when you were talking about rolling the healing spell multiple times, I'm thinking of like the DCC mechanic where, like, right, you, right. you every time you fail, the god gets angrier and angrier. Right. You. I that's love the that mechanic. Part. Part. Yeah. That's great. But yeah, it all it all depends. I think. Um, yeah, I, I think Forbidden Lands. I don't. I've only run it with four. We're gonna, if we try it with five, I think it'll be okay. Um, I think. I think the bigger your group gets, the more Gonzo it's going to get. And a little bit. Yeah, I think if you really want to have a really good tight adventure, two players, one GM is a great combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you have a new system, you're like, I want to really try this out, see how this is going to go, or yeah, man, just get those two. You get a lot more really... RP, I think, in those situations. Oh yeah, also. yeah. And there's more tension, and right. whether it's Call of Cthulhu or any type of adventure, I think yeah. they're they're more focused because it's just they're relying on each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, the buddy, the buddy, uh, buddy mechanic is strong and I like it. And as yeah. that spreads out, it starts to get looser where it's just like, Hey, we're just right. a good group. And yeah. Well, and, uh, you, know, you can't kind of, you can't kind of zone out as a player too. Right. You gotta, right. you really gotta stay focused. So I think yeah. that's just so for time running Call of Cthulhu. Do you feel like do you, do you do those where you do like a two player? Uh, that would seem, no. that would seem to be a really sweet spot. For Actually, Call yeah. Cthulhu. You know, you think about Call of Cthulhu would probably work real well. Because they're sharing their reason, thoughts about a mystery or... Yeah, for whatever reason, I'm, I, I've am i never... I think the fewest I've run is four. Because mm. the, the interesting thing about it is if one person goes, the other person has to go, or the, otherwise they're alone. Right. Yeah. Like we're here in Innsmouth, and we're like... Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to be alone. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you read the, I mean, those source Lovecraft materials, I mean, it's usually one guy, you know, who's right. in a weird That's town right. or something. So, you know? so right. you have your Call of Cthulhu party at a convention has like five people show up. That's <laughs> not, that's not normally <laughs> how it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, right yeah, away, Jason, you're taking away. Jason ran uh, Dungeon World for, for me and Pete. That's right. You and Pete. And uh, that. that was a great, that was great to listen to. That was yeah. fun. That was a lot of, and that was pretty eye opening for me. I mean, a couple of things. I mean, Pete's a great role player. He came with a great character. Yeah. And then Jason set up exactly what we were trying to do. It's like, this right. is a, a buddy fantasy adventure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. and, I, and I wanted to try uh, PBTA, PBTA, which I hadn't done at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, it's kind of hard for me to think, though, is if you try to do Dungeon World as. You know, you know, Pharaoh and with Dungeon World, or oh, you could do it. White Rock, really? You think so? Yeah. Like a, a well, large, like a, a six, eight well, player, though. Yeah, but that's the problem. He's trying to consider how to convert the monsters, right? Like to. Work. I, 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 I don't, like people worry. I tell you, I'm, I'm adamant. Like people worry too much. Like in PBTA, it really doesn't matter. Like, is it, you know, just think about: is it really challenging, or is it, is yeah. it not challenging? You know, like that's right. You give them like I'm, generic I'm more, stats. Yeah. How, how uh, you're like PBTA number of players. A, yeah. Yeah. I've played yeah. Dungeon World with four uh, okay. in in uh the Merkwood playing um basically, you know, taking the the aim, you know, between the Lord the um the one ring kind of time period between uh-huh. um Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and uh-huh. uh just putting through just throwing characters in there with Dungeon World with guys who hadn't ro- this is my local gaming group and we but we played, I'm like yeah, we'll just let's just do this Discord thing, and we played, and it was my son and two of the guys from my gaming group, and the other guy's son, and it went great. Yeah, uh, okay. I think uh, 
Like also, because... I think it depends on how technical a player you are. Like, I right. think if, if there's a battle going on with a major monster and you're like, I'm not sure how the system's going to work with this, uh, does it seem like they're having fun? Are they doing well? They seem to have fun. I mean, Dungeon World so is if very... They, if, they, if they are, then yeah. maybe they win. Yeah. It's very story forward, right? It's it's much more about, like, you know, the, it's not a tactical battle so much as... We're gonna we're gonna roll dice to tell you how this fight goes, but you're gonna write the story about how this fight goes based on yeah. what the dice tell you. Um, so it's it's you know PBTA is much more about telling the story, and I felt that was a great fit for uh, you know the One Ring kind of setting. And frankly, sometimes you can get a great story from losing a fight. Exactly. You no, know, and that's what PBTA tells you. Like, and they're you know, like. Yeah. One person's crippled, the other one's trying to bind his wounds. Now he has to drag him out. Yeah, like always go. winning is not an interesting story, right? You know, like right. you know, we went, you know, we we came, we saw, we kicked ass, like, okay, yeah, that's kind of boring. Like, you know, tell me about all the failures you had and what you did in response to them. Yeah. You know, how you had to like drag yourself back to the village and heal and you know, all that kind of shit. So but yeah, I it would be a very uh, you know, as as someone might want to say like system does matter if you played pharaoh with dungeon world um we would have a much more story-based like because dungeon world would force you we would it would force us to make connections between the characters and the way that you get experience is by pulling on those connections so there would be a lot more interplay between the characters and like you know there'd be backstory and like there'd be betrayals and like oh yeah i remember that time you fucked my sister and i'm not going (laughs) to forgive you for that and um you know, and then let me throw you into this uh, pit and get crushed by a rock. So, you know, maybe the same thing would have happened, but for different reasons. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it's just, good. it would have been, it would have been a, like, we could have, I think you can play Dungeon World in any of these settings. You're going to get a very different outcome. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, we're more like, you know, oh shit, it's this Minotaur. And like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get in my, I've got my plate mail. All right. I think I'm pretty good. I'm going to run up there and no, yeah. I'm not good. Cause Ty's going to roll 27 on 3d 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's just a different, it just, it just provides a different, but I think it would yeah. be fun either way. Cause the Pharaoh module is a very interesting setting. Um, it's got a lot of, you know, various challenges and things to figure out. Um, and you just, you know, do you figure them out as a, like, we're trying to figure these out and we're telling a story of this group trying to do this? Or are we more like, you know, kind of getting into the nitty gritty of playing this game? Yeah. I, both. I like both. I honestly like both. Mm-hmm. I do think Dungeon World does. I think those kind of PBK systems work better with lower player counts. I have played... We did play the anime PBTA with four. That's another roundtable topic, maybe not for tonight. But um, in that system, uh, Gersh played a comic relief character, and he fucking nailed it. And and like I wanted, like you know, if we ever had like end of the year best of awards, like that to me, like I if I was a player and I was on the hook for like making snarky comments that actually had to be funny. Um, Jesus, like that's hard, and like Gersh just hit it out of the park. Like he was a cat, right? And he would just make these wry observations, and like his main power was to turn into this big cat statue he came up with us <laughs> that gave everybody else luck. But like an eight foot tall cat statue, I'm like, okay, you're <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was just, it was just Gonzo, and but and then it was just the wry comments he made, like as 
you know, the characters are certain. Uh, and, you know, that's PBTA is also like, you got to have the right players for PBTA. And I know Ty, I, I know you've talked about like, you get frustrated, I think with DCC and like having to come up with like D descriptions and that's a little repetitive, I guess, but, um, yeah. but PBTA definitely like pushes you out of that, uh, comfort zone as a player where like the GM's going to like, no, we, you're fucking telling me what happens. Cause you know, that's your job. We're, we're telling the story together. Well, well, Starforged, right? That I mean, or Ironforge yeah. or Ironsworn. Ironsworn, Starforged. Yeah. Is that PBTA? It is. It is PBTA. Yeah. Okay. Which it's just I love a different die like mechanic. Yeah. 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 If, well, if you know you're getting solo. into that, that's. Yeah. That's a great practice because that, that gets you into like, you know, because you can play that GM'd, but you, if you play it solo first, you're like, oh, I have to figure out what all this thing does. And like, oh, and now I have a GM and like, but I'm. But I know how to play this solo, so I want to throw this in. And if you have the right GM, I'll say, yeah, like that's the way PBTA works. You are supposed to be helping me. Like the the GM in a PBTA game is really just to do the thing that Dave likes, which we all like, but Dave is like specified, which is a good way to like that hidden information that keeps it interesting. That's that's what the GM provides, right? It's like that mm-hmm. mystery that like the under the inner workings, right? But that's right. But the players can make the story better, and then the GM can try and fold that into the underlying mystery. That's what a GM gives you. But yeah, the the I, yeah, if you want to do PBTA, go solo some Iron Sworn or Starforge because that'll yeah. teach you. Yeah, it's great. Or or play it cooperatively. Um, I really, I really, yeah, I, I need to do that more, or I need to solo it more. I like it though. But it's just the and I honestly like the the die mechanic for um, those two games, like the PBTA die mechanics just two d six. It's super easy, and you know the the point of that is I think you're not you supposed like the to focus arc. on. You like the arc, right? Yeah, but the but the Iron Sworn like they add this. It's like you're rolling two d ten and you're rolling a d six. It's got a fancier die mechanic. Honestly, I gotta say, I think it's kind of sexy. I like it, but. All right, so I, what, I like what's them. the different what's the difference there? So uh in PBTA you roll two D six. Right. Um and I you have the, a you have a modifier. Yeah. Got so it. if it's six or less, you fail, and then there's a consequence. Usually the right. GM defines. Got it. Uh seven to nine is a success with a cost. Mm-hmm. And usually there's a kind of interaction between and then ten or higher is a full full success, and the player usually defines what happens then. And then in Iron Sworn. You roll a d6, and then you roll two d10, and uh, you have a mod. The modifier, like your, you know, whatever your attribute is, modifies the d6. So, like, you roll a d6, you get a four, and you have a plus two, so that's a six. And then you look at the two d10s, and if they're both, you count how many of them are less than that modified d6 roll, and that's how many. If you have one of the two, that's a partial oh. success. If you have both, that's a full success. God, that sounds complicated. I it does sound complicated. But I, 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 would, I, I get it, but I would have to roll that about fifty times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and and yeah. they have, but they have like web apps and stuff that do it for you. It's right. it's you get used to it. I, it's so you're yeah. trying to you're trying to beat the D six result. Right, right, right. You're low. You're trying to get below it. Um, oh, so and then there's lower some, than it. Yeah, and there's that's things like harder. if the D 10s both match and they're lower, you get an amazing yeah. success. If they both match and they're higher, you get a critical failure. So um, you're trying to get the D6 result or less. Correct. Uh, no, that less uh, than. 
Yeah, on a D10, you're trying to get less than no, the D6. That's my point. On the yeah. 2D10, you're trying to get the D6 result or less. Yeah, on, on each, two, you take each, de- each D10 independently. D10. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it does. Just even seem, though we're talking about it, yeah. it makes it it's, clear. That it's it's more complicated. No, it's not I complicated that. at all. That's the thing. It's, it yeah. sounds complicated, but you know, once you just do it, like once you do it, it's three times. Bad. You're like, but, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it. but but here's the funny thing: it's just trying to generate a random result, which could I, probably yeah, it. be generated by a much simpler dialogue. like a two d six, maybe. Like yeah, five, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, I know. It's percentages. I know. I know. Like I every game, every game has all these cool die mechanisms and all these I things. I know. Like, it's kind of sexy though, but yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like it's like no, this is going to edge away from the the averages we'd get off a D ten. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah maybe a D eight would work. <laughs> no, okay, we'll do something else. I get it, I get it, but I'm just saying. But the but the I mean, Iron Sworn definitely has the. Well, I guess on top of that, the D tens and the D six, there's modifiers. Right, there's different skills. modifiers. Yeah, so well, there's, we, yeah, yeah like but you don't you don't put anything on the D tens. It's just on the. Oh, I already, get, the I already get. I already get. I already get the in heat over this game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Like, it's good though. I mean, but honestly, the like here you fail. Here you have a partial success, a success with a cost, and here you have a full success. I mean, that's really the heart of PBTA. Whatever your die mechanic is. So, um, I don't know. I like it. Yeah, the, well, the, the, you know what? I, and honestly, the best thing, and some PBTA games do this, um, and actually Blade Runner seems to have a pretty good system. I don't know. I haven't gone fully through it, but like there's a lot of uh, tracks in Iron Sworn. Um, so you like swear a vow and then you're uh, like, you're, you're marking progress on this track. And then there's a mechanism where, uh, and you define at the beginning, like how hard this task is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that defines like at every milestone, how many, how much you mark. And then at some point you try and say like, you know, maybe my quest was to do, you know, return the medicine to the village or whatever, but there, you're not necessarily going to like, it's you, you mark progress along this quest. And at some point you decide like, okay, I'm going to try and like say that this, this quest is done and you're rolling to get what, however far you've got on that track, you try and roll under that amount. So it does a really good job with those tracks. It's, it's a, it's a pretty neat solo system or co-op yeah. system. Yeah. Anyway. The, the, the one time I played Iron Sworn, the best part was being with Pete and Duck uh-huh. and just making shit up. Well, yeah. that's fit into yeah. the system. Like yeah. that's. Oh, it wasn't that whole complicated system. <laughs> <laughs> No, it it was great because we did we did a delve, delve, right? We went in a dungeon, didn't we? We ended up going in a dungeon. That was yeah. freaking yeah. awesome. Like I, yeah. I, I, the disappointing part is I just haven't played more. I just haven't gotten yeah. back to it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, we we could have done that tonight too. I would have been up for that. Yeah. We can do it some other night. I the ne- until uh, you know for the next week and a half, any night. Let me know. I oh, mean, if I'm not already playing her, yeah, my wife. Had, my wife had it down that long. She had it down exactly. Yes. Yeah. She just tried to call me, and I I swiped I swiped left. So. Ooh, <laughs> uh oh. No, you're like just tell her there's a plumbing leak. Yeah, I'm like no. I mean, she's. Tough. I've tried to like I've pinged her a couple times today. She's like, oh, I'm out with my sister. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, she knows I'm gaming tonight. I was supposed to be gaming with you, Ty. <laughs> no, that's, so I'm you like, hit her up. You hit yeah. her up. You're fine. Yeah, I I I got my bases covered. Like she was busy all day. I'm like, you could have called me. Anytime during the fucking day, I was. I, am, I, I have no worries about the structure of your marriage. <laughs> yeah, fine. no, I'm fine. But yeah, <laughs> it's good. All right, boys. 
how do we feel? I feel like we've uh, reached a point. If we uh, if we want to call it here, what do you guys think? Yeah. Well, I'm not the host of this podcast, so I don't have to. Really but I, we're much. we're we're all the hosts, Dave. I like mean, I'm, I'm only happy to. I'm happy to give the listeners everything they want to hear. So yeah. it's up to you. It's cooperative. Do you have another topic you want to discuss, or have we? What, have if, we... what if we did a quick favorite system? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that came up earlier. Yeah, that's a good one. You want to go first, Doc? No, I don't. No, okay. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Like I, mean, I, I was did, we did cover it already. <laughs> and did we? I haven't, I haven't actually given my answer. I know what your answer is, Dave. Did we cover it? Um, we kind of talked about when we were doing what you're playing and running. I think Dave covered his, right. which is all that matters. I think. Yeah, like, RuneQuest. Yeah, pretty much. RuneQuest yeah. We know it. RuneQuest. See, I told you it was quick. Um, yeah. I, if I had to say system, I'm gonna say. Mutant, or yeah, mutant year zero or z- year zero, year Just zero, year as a zero as a, as a whole. Yeah, okay. and, and I, th- I think it's a lot of fun. I think duck is as you said, it's it doesn't get in the way. It's fast. Yeah, um, I like the the perks that can come out of uh, perks or whatever, whatever they call it. they call them different things in different different like games. Willpower type things or like yeah, well you know when you when you get multiple sixes. Like the first six is oh, they get. Uh, stunts. Sometimes they call stunts. them stunts. Yeah, stunts. Yeah, and it 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 works across yeah. Alien really well. And each each game has a little tweak to it that makes it more be maybe more appropriate for that setting. Right. But just as a system, I think it's it's got a lot of flexibility and it works it works really well. You know, they're supposed to do a Cthulhu game for it, and it'll be interesting to see what they come up with because I yeah. do think that. I think they could really nail the sanity thing with that. They could. They could. You know, and Call of Cthulhu Seventh Edition is so good, and it fits so well with, with that setting. But it be, you know, maybe they've got some up their sleeve. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of the sanity stuff in even Seventh Edition. Uh, I mean, so okay. you're, talking, you're talking about the burp Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sanity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the the I think like I loved my character uh, mm-hmm. going insane, and I think mm-hmm. Call of Cthulhu introduced that, and all props to them. But I think the actual mechanics behind it, uh, where you're just like going down and down on a D100, like it's a D100. I, of course, I'm going to hate it. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. love I love the sanity as an idea. I don't think mm-hmm. the Call of Cthulhu's mechanic is the best. I think honestly, I think well, uh, I wonder if what uh, Year Zero is going to do. There's a game I have um, called Flow, which is like a, a kind of a dark Warhammery fantasy type thing where you have a sanity mechanic, and it's mm-hmm. like the food and water die, where Every time you have a sanity test, like, oh, I have a D12 of sanity. You roll. I rolled a, a one or a two. Okay, now you have a D10 of sanity. When you get down to a, a D4 and you roll a one or a two, you're insane. So, right, you never know when you're going to go insane. Um, but your 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 sanity is this uh, basically this commodity that's eroding away. Yeah. And yeah. I like, I think that's a, I don't know. It just strikes me as a little bit more. Like yeah, like I said, my character in your game, I, I like I adored that character be just and the way he evolved through the game mechanics, mm-hmm. a lot of fun to play, yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, but I think the mechanic now could your be your favorite system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. no, I like and I had fun. Like, I mean, I I overstate my hate for BRP D100 stuff just cuz, you know, art's all uh <laughs> fan of D100. Like, it's okay. I don't know. It's just yeah. weird. It's just like eh. Yeah, it's well, it's, well, it's, well, it's well, you know your odds. I know. I know that's why people love it, but it's a flat distribution. Like, give me well, Give me, yep. give me multiple D6s, man, because I want, I want binomial. Well, so year, year zero is my favorite er, okay. system. I love OSE. Okay. Um, but beyond that, it gets, it gets pretty slim as far as anything I love. But yeah. okay, oh, that's good. I mean, when have, when have you ever looked at a guy who's doing some work in your house and he's like, like, well, what are the chances that it's going to break the roof? He's like, well. It's gonna be roll 40%. under a five on a oh, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be forty percent on three D six. Like I know. You're like, no, I, no, like we I all know. We I all get know. it, I get it. But I just I like uh like life is nonlinear though. So like I just like it feel I don't know. I don't ask me to explain. I like my D one hundred hate I think, is I think you just don't rational. like how I think you don't like how percentile dice look. Yeah, you maybe. think they look it's weird. Weird. I like yeah. I can't justify it. It's just like I don't know. And, and there's there's more to the system than D100. Right. And, and, I, and right. never, there's, never, in, all through your life, you've relied on percentile chances. I for play everything. fucking D100 systems. I just want to bitch about them. Leave me alone. Same. <laughs> it's yeah. a weird, like, re- reaction to it. But I understand what he's saying, but my, I'm probably a little shade differently because if, if in, if any of those systems I had consistently in my characters having 60 to 80%. You know, as as this as my uh, as your stat yeah. as my stat, then I'd be happy with it. I hate playing a game where oh, you yeah. have you fifteen, yeah, yeah, or tw- yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you, then you you can't freaking do anything. You know, it's right. like you know, so oh, yeah, maybe, that's, mean, where, like, maybe like that's where my hate comes from. Because so like, you're you're a character starting out where your percentile is so low. Yeah, like a lot of art game, well, like, that's a game space and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that can be fixed through mechanics, but like and in Call of Cthulhu, right? I think I had. Uh, I think I had library skill at like 75 and like, I think I had some brawling skills at like 90, but otherwise like my skills were pretty shitty. It's just, so you were like a boxing librarian. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was a, I was an intellectual uh, guy from like, I was this guy from the country who had, who was actually 10, who turned out to be pretty smart and had mm-hmm. gone into research. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But and also, you had but int- that intimidating presence, but you yeah. were intimidating. Right. Like you're a right. big guy, big, Kind of OP yeah, it was guy. kind of this big softy on on yeah. the inside, yeah, yeah, uh, and also very susceptible. Though. Like, except, uh, like, I really went very close to going insane. So, so for Pete, 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 are you opposing the BRP? <laughs> I feel like this no, is like well, a loyalty check. Yeah, no, I I love the system. But if I had a gripe with it, I wish yeah. that I had, because of course the two games that I'm playing who use this kind of a system right. are fabulous. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not. Ty and Dave. So, <laughs> there you go. There I honestly go. think, like, if you like, if you think about, like, Call of Cthulhu, like, you have God knows how. Many, I think we had like. 20 or 30 skills in that World War II Cthulhu game, right? Like you and you had to give us like a list of stuff. Um, I like the way GURPS does it. I mean, also that it's not D100, but like you there, it defaults like you can roll for any skill. Like I feel like if I don't have a skill, like 
Yeah. Well, I, well, the 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 nice thing I think about Cthulhu is when you like Call of Cthulhu with Bur- BRP, when you look in and you look at your character, you're like, okay. But what the, what Call of Cthulhu does a bad job of telling you is, hey, if you know between forty and seventy percent, you are really knowledgeable, right? Yeah, right. Like you and know this for shit. obvious things, and it does roll. not tell you that when you look at a character yeah. sheet, right? Maybe I mean, there need know, to be more modifiers. Like I think maybe RuneQuest does the modifiers better, and right? and, that, like, and that's what Ralph would do though when we play yeah. with Ralph. Ralph would yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. "What's your skill?" And you, he's like, "No, that was yeah." Percent. No. Ralph is like, "Yeah, you automatically can figure this right. out." So you'll. Right. So oh wait, but yeah, I mean. But it is like it's hard to know. Like, yeah, I mean, that's. But the question would be so, and that's for maybe like a general knowledge thing. But maybe if it's a remote thing, and I have a fifty-three percent, maybe I have to roll fifty-three percent to figure out this Nakaharla Pakatep thing and what the thing. But why is it fifty-three percent every time? I feel like maybe there weren't enough modifiers. Like our art was always good at throwing modifiers on, like. It shouldn't always be like my chance of figuring out like the Necromonicon well, we, well, we, is Well, we, we had guys that would assist. Yeah. You, had, you could have partners yeah. that would help you out in yeah. different I, things. Like, yeah, I think that maybe, maybe other earlier yeah. skills would help you. Like, yeah. hey, we found this and you have this book. Some of it's yeah. just this GM's not being clever. So, yeah. Hey, they uh, found yeah. this little I, leaflet. I, I they found the... this leaflet laying on the ground when the guy was murdered. They then go to the library. Do you think having that leaflet might help you to go to the right. library and do research? Yeah. It probably should give you a plus ten percent or whatever. Right. Like, right. Who knows? Yeah. That, 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 may, that makes that that helps. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to apologize for uh, for Ty's bad GMing. I don't know. <laughs> he, no one should. should. No one There's should. no excuse. It no was excuse. yeah. I mean, it was it was obviously. Oh, horrible. if I could only run. World War Cthulhu again. Hi, no, 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 so you did a great job. It was. So it Ty, was a let me, let me ask you. I, I know. I know. Ty, Ty, honestly, uh-huh. looking back, and you did a great job. It was an epic <laughs> campaign. Yeah, it was epic. Uh huh. But do you think that if you did it again now, you would do it better? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because you, yeah. you must have yeah. learned so much. Yeah, much yeah. of must have learned. I mean, I don't know if anyone has GM'd as much as Ty has. No, I don't. In the past I five six uh, years, I may be close. Years. I may be close. I, think, I bet you're, Doc. I bet you're more than me now. For sure, I might be. Yeah, like if you yeah. combine, I, I'm at, uh, I'm at like ninety sessions. If you combine White yeah. Rock and Forbidden Lands, just those two. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys, yeah, I'm just saying, you guys did a great job. And I, I agree. So, I agree. So as I mean, far it's as fun. the learning lessons yeah. that you guys had, mm-hmm. what you've learned from it, it's probably yeah, more. Yeah, it was valuable. very early. Like, you know, we give you shit for the bed dragon. And, you know, that was you being drunk at a con. Learned a lot. Us, learned a lot. And us <laughs> not. Yeah. And I get shit for the pantry, which I should because it was horrible. But yeah, I was learning. So, uh, yeah, I would, you know, if, if I had to do that traveler thing again, there's a lot of shit I would do different. So, oh, yeah, yeah. and not, not kill the entire party at the end. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that right. again. Although that, you know, allegedly happened. It's not, it's not published <laughs> that's anywhere. A, so, that's, not know. canon. that's not canon. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Duck is going to redo Traveler, which I'm in, and that uh, Ty is going to redo uh, World War Cthulhu, which I'm I w- in. So, I would redo yeah, Traveler, but Dave gives me shit about, like, uh, you know, rafts breaking down and shit, so I don't know. Well, maybe as long as as long as, as long as no gorillas come out of statues. <laughs> Look, I, that, there was a stuffed gorilla. Invisible it was clear that there was stuffed gorilla in the room. <laughs> and, and, I, and I and I do have uh, Cold War Cthulhu. War oh, nice. Cthulhu Cold War. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so but, for, for, for Ty, I asked Ty, Ty, what lessons did you learn from that campaign? 
did I learn from that campaign? Well, that was a huge campaign. It was. Well, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I th- I do think that I went maybe a little bit easier on uh, characters. That you know, Cthulhu's got this this reputation that everybody dies, everybody goes insane. Mm-hmm. Right. I think but, I think you wanted some longevity. This is supposed to last. No, not necessarily. But uh, like, I think it was probably de- it could have been deadlier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were times. I mean, you did kill some people. Like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. always a balance. There like, was, uh, Kyle's first death was pretty cheap. I feel was bad he, about was that. Was that one. the drowning? Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and I, I, I played it as written, and I, I, that's that's what I, I, I maybe maybe I, I actually maybe not from that scenario or from that campaign, but from even from uh, Gatsby's death recently, it's like. I think Duck, you, you, I don't know, you posted something that's like maybe it was from a chat bot or something that was like, yeah, I guess oh, I was trying to kill my characters. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I mean, that wasn't directed at Gasp. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm, I, I, it, it hurt a little bit, but uh, it's okay. I, guess, yeah, I mean, it's what question it, is, it's, it's like maybe I, sh- I could have been a little bit more open to. No, yeah, yeah. What, my what my and my question wanted. my question is just what what did you learn from? Yeah, I, I could have been I could have been more invested in what the players wanted out of it rather than me getting the stories across. Yeah, you know, I and well, and I think you. I, the other thing I would say that you have learned that maybe uh, you're just not remembering right. Like, like we were all like I had no, I had never played Call of Cthulhu before. Mm-hmm. I had read some of the Lovecraft stories. Like things like telling players, like, yeah, you should go do research at the library as a standard operating procedure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like having that session point five or zero that you talked about that you had with the auction players. That's that's super useful. That would have been useful. Like I do, I would. Yeah. I would, well, that that I was the that funniest. Too. That was the funniest tie adventure, and, and I, I think I don't. It wasn't connected to that. The, your, your World War Two one, I don't think. No, was but that I think where I was Art just, ran up and like just killed the guy? Yeah, and I was playing. laughing because I'm like. And Ty, it's 100%. What happened? What are we talking about? It, it was the one you ran for the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I was like, didn't Art run up the stairs or something? Because I'm listening. Yeah. They, they, they went, Ty's basically like, you crash on the shores and you get there and the lighthouse is out. So, of course, the characters are like, why the fuck is the lighthouse out? Right. So they run and they get to the lighthouse and they get up there and they go up and they there's a library. They could go research in the library. Yep, they go straight but up of to course, the... no one cares about the fucking library. Right, right. Your number one question is, why is the lighthouse out right oh. now? So they went up there, and uh, the, then there was a fight with like some yeah. creatures up there. Yeah. They, they ended up winning. But it, it came out where Ty was kind of like, well, you know, you guys could have like looked at the library. And, and it was interesting to look at the perspective where it's like, well, it's a lighthouse, right? <laughs> like, yeah. if you if you came to a house that had a lighthouse and the light was not on, and things were yeah. going wrong, your first question would be, "Why isn't the light?" <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you wouldn't. So here, you wouldn't. You wouldn't say, "Let's go to the library and start reading, <laughs> looking for some books." <laughs> what should so, I type in Google when light goes out in lighthouse? What do I do? <laughs> would be like, I'm curious. How many libraries don't have lights? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 
So it was fair. I, I guess what I guess what yeah. Maybe not your fault. Not not no, your no, fault. No. I'm just saying. So it was funny. And, so to well, I think what Duck's saying is in a way it's like not not everybody had the same experience with Cthulhu that I had in terms of just you know knowing what to look for and what to do right, and right, right, right. what the, what's how are these scenarios the set standards. up? And yeah. In in the seventh edition set there in the investigator handbook which is one of the books uh-huh. there's a chapter that's basically had to be an investigator and uh-huh. so when we did when we did the auction or we were setting up for the auction i sent that uh-huh. out to everybody now whether yeah. they read it or not i don't yeah, know but whether they really need it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but i mean it's you know at some point the gm can only do right right, much, right 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 you know right. Yeah. um but there's, I mean, there is like the session zero where you can say like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, if you guys there's haven't played Call of Cthulhu before, here's some tips. And no, yeah. t- no, Ty, it's a hundred percent not a con- condemnation of you. It is classic character movement where they're at a house, they their boat crashes or whatever, uh-huh. and they're getting on the boat, and <laughs> there's supposed to be this lighthouse. It's out, and you're like, the lighthouse is out, and so they get there. And there's all these other buildings around. They're focused 100% on that fucking lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's not your intent. Like, they're supposed to... I yeah. don't know if they were supposed I don't, to... But like, I mean, I don't know. That, I mean, or... I might do the same thing. Like, if, think about it in real life. Like, You would do yeah. that. Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. The light's out in the lighthouse. That it seems like problem point. number one. <laughs> Let's figure out what's going on with... There. There's yeah. one thing the lighthouse is supposed to do. Yeah. Why is not that doing, doing it? it? Like, Let's go <laughs> figure out. Job, it's like. <laughs> we don't, and it's we don't, in your name. We're not, we're not going to go right now research a history of the hundred <laughs> years of New England lighthouses. Yeah, yeah. You didn't look in the uh, dorm room in the guy's locker chest. <laughs> That's, right. Locked, That's, you know? right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no one is taking any time. Even like even the search that you would do as a player character, where oh, I'm going to look under. No, you're just walking through rooms. You're going to go immediately to the yeah. fucking lighthouse and figure yeah, yeah. out what's going on. Yeah, that's a yeah. The the GM's perception perception of what's going on versus the the players' perception. A whole other yeah. roundtable, like yeah, yeah. You right. design a like oh like they'll go over here and they'll go and then they you know they just shortcut all that and go straight to point A. Yeah, yeah. and and I think Ty does a great job. I would love to one day play in one of his games, but uh, uh, it just was one of those where it was so funny mm-hmm. where. Ty, Ty was kind of expecting one thing, but when you think about it from our own human perspective, right. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you're not, yeah, you're not you're going to the library. Yeah. You're not going to go search through a bunch of desks. Oh, let me go to the office manager. I'm going to search through this desk. No, yeah. you're going straight. Why the fuck isn't the lighthouse on? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, we were gonna we were gonna do the favorite system thing. So we got Ty's answer. Dave, uh, do you want to talk about RuneQuest some more? Uh, I love RuneQuest. I think it's great. Uh, really well, embedded in the system. Yeah. Uh, I you love haven't gotten setting. a chance to play it, but I'm assuming you think you would like it both of God, the I want, I want one of my players to graduate yeah. to, to running it so mm-hmm. I can play. Uh, yeah. But the cults, the culture, everything. Have you really tried good. the solo adventure that was in the starter set? No. Okay. Not, not that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's it. I love it. And, uh, I agree. The uh, I'm not saying BRP is the greatest system ever, but uh, I I mean RuneQuest adds a lot to it. I think uh, you know I know there's like I I was like 
there are definitely a lot of things that kind of compensate for the linearity of the D100s that I liked in RuneQuest. Well, I mean, you really cannot divorce RuneQuest from the the, the setting, right? Like, right. The, and right. every sure. time they every time they tried to do it, I think in RQ3 they tried to do like a Viking setting. They tried yeah, to do a bunch yeah, of, yeah. It all really flopped. Yeah, it's right. it's, it's right. never succeeded. It's very tied to the because the magic is, is very you know it's very the magic system very tied to the setting, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The gods I mean, you have that. you have RuneQuest players who like a. Some of these wackies that I see on the Facebook groups—they like—they have tattoos. They tattoo the same uh, runes from Request. Yeah. So it's yeah. like they're nuts. Okay. They're they're one hundred percent into it. So, all right, it's a great system. Ty, was there any discrepancy between your favorite system to run and your favorite system to play? Um, not that you haven't played Mutant no. Zero, but you've played. Forbidden Lands. So you played. Yeah, I years played years. other years. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it's either OSC or, you know, okay. uh, or or Year Zero stuff. All right, all right. So Pete, you, how about, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, hold on, Ty. Your favorite system to play is OSC. Yeah, yeah it I mean, was OSC I, I, and and the Year Zero stuff. Where I mean, Year Zero is my favorite system, but OSC I love when I'm running, and I like just, to play it. Yeah. Just the simplicity. Yeah. Uh, like why? I forget it. the the most I've had at one time was like four different fantasy settings, mm -hmm. and you know the only ones I've want to play are like I've you know I've never I've only played five e that one time. So like like you feel as a GM like if you're coming into the game, sometimes you come into a a game where you're like, oh, this is gonna be a ton of shit. Like you feel like when you come into an OSC game, it's like no problem. I got it. Yeah, I mean it is that path. way though, right? There's uh, not a lot of overhead with OSC. It's pretty yeah, simple. Yeah, I I know it. I know what it's gonna you're gonna do for the most part. Right. Usually yeah. I got Duck there to help me out too, which is cool. <laughs> um because I've and, had my adventures where I come in where I'm just like, oh, I gotta prep for like three hours before this fucking thing, you know. Yeah. OSC just, definitely like the simplicity of the system is a big appeal. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and and it it it's plug and play for all the old shit. Yeah, right? that's and that's why I like to run. So I guess maybe that's why I like it because it fits in. Yeah, with yeah. Just pull, what, pull when I'm, when I'm any to. number letter number module off the shelf, and you're pretty much ready yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. You don't really I, ever I, want to run new OSC adventures, then. Uh, no, I've thought about those, like some of the like incandescent grottos, and right. The Blood King, like I I'd, I'd run those in a heartbeat. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. I you know the, the the thing that I it I like I like Mutant Year Zero I like or Year Zero I like Forbidden Lands what they do in the system the the Forbidden Lands setting never clicked enough for me yeah for me get, yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with it it just like it I is very I, it is I wasn't very, invested in it that much yeah I I feel that too it's it's good but it's enough of a disjointedness from the kind of the classic D, D setting that it's like you know like could i know. take years could i take forbidden lands system and yeah people have people arrow have. or something like that yeah. yeah you could run you could run forbidden lands in in a yeah i think i think mod. that's interesting because i actually like the forbidden lands setting and i didn't yeah oh really i wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't think that that would be something that kind like of, it was like the Rust Brothers and right, the idea there was this wizards. Uh, I was like, who are these guys? Uh, it was a world that had been kind of like like burned away 
cut off. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I, I, I struggle with it sometimes. There is a lot of lore there that's like you know that the like the elves and elves hate everybody and half elves are it's a little it's a little weird a little weird and uh that's setting that's not system so it's right you know, you right, could, right, right, throw right, that right. away and yeah i think forbidden lands would work and uh you could play it. i've heard of other people playing it in other fantasy settings well forbidden lands does have a great feel of this kind of idea that it's us against everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is good frontier. for that. Yeah, yeah. And we're, it's we're got exploring the, the crawl frontier. stuff is in there too. The crawl yeah, stuff, it's like the heck, the crawl and the like, the hex crawl mechanics are built in and excellent, which I love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it well, would be Todd, tough. Your, your twin brother is going to be waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, maybe. Uh, what if you guys are? What if Alec was one of triplets and Dave, you're the first one, and then Ty's the second, and you're mm-hmm. coming to find out what happened to Alec? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and and do we have one blade, one long blade that each of us shares? Yeah, all sure, each sure. Other? Why not? Yes, and right. do it. All right. all right, Pete. What's your favorite system? Uh, my, well, my favorite system, I think, is uh, no surprise. It's five E. Okay. Uh, but I also have a lot of uh, honorable mentions because I love the Year Zero <laughs> engine, and okay. so I love all those. I love the D twenty like system. I like how Pete goes to bat right away for five E. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but I love Conan, and I'd love to play Star Trek because it's a D twenty. But you know, mm-hmm. I, I I know I won't be able to anytime soon. Uh, I absolutely love Morkborg, uh, and uh, you know, so and 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 I and all this, you know, I like um, I, I like uh, for all the shit that I give it. You know, on some level with the D100, I do like RuneQuest and that system. It's just, you know, there's a lot to to wrap my head around. kind of half-hearted at the end. I thought that was weird. (laughs) Placating. He's placating. Yeah. Is Morkborg Gear Zero? That's friendly, right? It's OSR. It's a D20. No, it's it's distributed basically by Free League, but it's – and yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. connections, but but it's not – you know, it's 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 these other guys who are Free League adjacent. It's new SR is what it is. It's, yeah. it's, right, it's so a D twenty stat right. system, and he only, only gets one XP for his uh, yeah, source. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll mark it down. And then I like OSE and 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 all the basic. You stuff, like everything? You know? Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, I, I think yeah. that right now the only the only thing that I probably don't love, and that's only because I haven't played it. And it was sort of hard, and I didn't really get through the book yet. But then Caleb bailed on it anyway. It was Burning Wheel, Burning Wheel, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I kind of bounced off that too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just I can't for some reason it was hard. Yeah. yeah. So so no, but I I do like a lot of different things because I just like you know I like variety and 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 to me that you all know, have good settings and different stories to tell and just different ways to do it and and it's it's fun you know so. Uh, now, from a playing perspective, so f- now from a GMing perspective, I, because of the whole VTT issue, yeah. Uh, if I think it might, this might be different if I was GMing in person. But you know, right now, the only thing I really want to GM is Mork Borg because there really isn't a hex grid. I don't have to, you know, if I if it's I do easy run to it, set up on a VTT. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to to worry about lighting and all that sort of stuff and and that kind of. Stuff. That's that's part of the reason why. Oh, honestly, you I, had lighting and didn't you have I, lighting? I, I did. I yeah. did, you, you know, don't need but, to, I guess, but yeah, but, right. But, but that was, you know, that there was plenty of maps for that one. Right. You know, uh, that were available and, you know, but, 
but ultimately anything else that I might run is going to have like some sort of a 3D map that's in a book that you don't really isn't meant to be played on, you know. Right, right, right. So, um and and the idea the, the thought of trying to import or to do all that kind of stuff, you know, let's say, you know, doing you know, uh Candlekeep Mysteries from D&D, mm-hmm. you know, 5E, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to import all that and get everything working on yeah. the and then, like, oh, and then fuck, they figure yeah. out this OGL shit and, and Foundry VTT right. loses but, its ability but if, to do But if you guys, that. you know, if we were all going to my local game store and all I had to do was pull out a big sheet of white graph paper, you know, or, you know, yeah. uh, that I made, a, that I drew a map on, which I had hey, done guys, stuff like that, you know. Let's play D&D! Right. You know, then then I'm all for that. It, it's it to me. It, it it'd be great to run. So, yeah, yeah, okay. But you but you wouldn't have beers there for us. <laughs> oh, can I, you, I, can I, you I, drink in your local game store? You can uh, drink in my local uh, game store. I think they even sell alcohol. I uh, you you know at the local game store that I had played in for quite some time. Uh, I knew I know specifically there was a couple of people who would drink now, whether they it wasn't necessarily <laughs> open. You know, they weren't open about it because they were respectful because there was a lot of kids there too. So road pops, they had road pops. That's it. Yeah. So but well, good. anyway. So but if Dave, if you were, you know, personally coming to a game, then I would make sure that I would have beer for you. <laughs> okay, good. good so but that'll right, that'll boys. require a plane trip to Torrance. So yeah, that's right. Not never yeah. going to happen in a million years. Exactly. I know, and I know you're all waiting with bated breath for what's my favorite system. Absolutely. Oh, what, yeah. what is it? What is the duck? I think I'm going to say GURPS. I like I like them all. Seriously? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I like I. I mean, honestly, we knew that every, was coming, didn't we? Uh, I mean, I am, I, am a GURPS. I, just, a... I I I could spend a lot of time working on my character. Like if I think about running a game, I want to run it in GURPS if I have enough time to get everything set up. But have you I'm, run GURPS? I have. The traveler was in GURPS. Yeah. Oh, that's it right. Was, that's right. You've been traveler GURPS. That was it though. I I did run one. I was gonna do a um post apocalyptic uh you know post uh, gev ogre thing right right uh yeah. i ran one world building session with uh dave uh not uh pd and jason yeah. and uh then that just kind of sputtered so um it, the problem with i mean there's a lot of problems with gurps but like if there was infinite <laughs> time and infinite resources i would play gurps all the time i think um and and run it um, and I would get the system working where you could use the GURPS character sheet and import it straight into Foundry and everything would work great. Uh, but that's not a world that exists today. So, um, you know. The, the, I, the problem with GURPS is, I'm going to say it, it's the <laughs> interaction with, no, it's the interaction with the decisions you make, like attack, defense, all that stuff. You have to do all the cards. You don't have to. Like, you can play GURPS. You can do GURPS however you want. Like, you can play GURPS as, uh, like, you can have very simple combat in GURPS with no map if you want, right? People attack, you know, you defend. You know, you can have non-tactical combat in GURPS where, like, you know, you just roll for an attack and you roll for damage. And, you know, you're, you're, you're close range, you're far range, whatever. Uh, yeah, but your, your, your abilities still go down per round. Yeah, I mean, the, like, GURPS definitely is, like, the default is, like, one second turns in combat, which gets really gritty and all this kind of stuff. So, um, 
Yeah, like, and that's so not you can for Perry, 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 dodge, dodge. But yeah. still, you although can it's be very hard to dodge and parry, we usually forget. But it usually doesn't matter because usually your chance of success is very low, so it usually but, doesn't matter, right? But, but you can be surrounded and killed. Yes, yeah, and and once you, like a couple of hits and things are dead because everything has a limited number of hit points. But um, I certainly love like I know you know Ty and you know Dave you run groups I love playing, um, and you know yeah. I enjoyed running it. <laughs> uh, but I I like running all kinds of like the Year Zero engine is definitely like in terms of ease of play, that's got to be one of my top ones uh, because. Like, you know, uh, Free League makes all the plug-in modules for Foundry, and you don't, you know, you can have maps, but they're really not critical, and, but then you still have the, you know, the mechanics give you that kind of, it feels kind of real gritty, but it's not, it's easy, um, and it's got all the hex crawl mechanics for Forbidden Lands. I really like, um, I like how they adjust all, like, the stress mechanic in Alien is excellent. Right, it's just how they tweak that failure mechanic and all their year zero stuff. I think, really, they do a good job with that. No, no, um, duck. I mean, like yes, for your for this part of it, you you don't have to build an escape shuttle for yourself, right? So you're just gonna. I, at some point, are you just gonna tell us what you like as your favorite game? I think I'm gonna still go with GURPS. That's a that's it. I'm just saying, just like Pete, I, I like. I, I, I feel like you're building a structure that you can make into some kind of pod <laughs> that then you can jump into and like be land a planet. <laughs> Suckers, you thought it was that. no, I, but okay, like, I'll just say GURPS. I won't say anything else. How about that? So it's, it's like you're yeah, because you're running through all of them. You love GURPS. Well, I mean, Pete did the same thing. Why didn't you give him shit? Yeah, so he three did. top. Three, okay. three top because Pete had already was clearly not leaving yeah. the planet. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do groups. So, I, so top, top I wanted to comment. I wanted to comment on ties because I do like the year zero. And honestly, I think I probably would run year zero stuff before GURPS just because it's so much easier. Right. Or PBTA. So what would be if you had to do your your favorite GURPS session, what would be your favorite GURPS adventure? Like to run or to play? Yeah. Uh, and uh to like i still want to make i still want to do that uh uh gurps in the ogre universe where you know the characters are right. in a like a they're a light cab unit and they're all riding around in gvs and cool. shit's going on like um that to me just seems like a, a shitload of fun uh, that's that's kind of my if I had to run a group session. Well, for all of us, I think our like like futuristic uh, military venture, like the Malazan, the Bridge Burners. I mean, that's kind of like a the feel. I think we like yeah, yeah, where yeah. those like gritty guys who are just trying to survive and right. still maybe win the war. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, at this point, I don't think there's a war to win. There. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe they still think there is. Yeah. That's but a good. Well, it's your it's your world. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's a whole thing like with the ogre books. There's a whole thing with um, like where the you know the individual AIs and the ogres like set up these city states where they're like the overlord. That just right. seems very cool to me. Yeah, so some worlds are run by the ogres. Yep. Well, it's all Earth, right? But it's like there's some sections like it's some like nations. a city state. Right. Yeah, nations are you know small principalities run by an ogre. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, but the idea would be like there's some some old you know National Guard unit that had like GEVs and like it's still there and they still have some mission 
in their head, but you know, their their shit's deteriorating and they're just hanging on. And they, they like kind of a like, Battlestar Galactica vibe, maybe. They don't they don't like the ogre one bit. No, even, probably even not. Though, even Although, even you though, know, like I would obviously be the ogre and uh you know I would play the AI with relish. Well, I mean they they need their ogre to 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 have control over other nations, but they secretly. Oh yeah, no, the they ogre. wouldn't control the ogre. No, the ogre is completely self-aware right. and like fuck those guys. No, but they're they, they yeah. Or her. Uh, you know, maybe it's it. Who knows? Who knows? We'd they, have to ask it what its pronouns they, are. Right. Yeah, chatbot GPT, GPT, GPT could be my ogre. All right, cool. All right, everybody, say their piece. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, boys. We'll keep like playing. It. Keep playing. Yeah, we need more players. Yeah, I'm gonna play more. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Let's talk. Uh, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing your. I'm gonna join your. Your. One. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Forbidden Lands. Can you do? I think it's not this Wednesday, but following Wednesday. It's... Again. And uh, right. so so hopefully one day my twin will join us. All right. You never, oh, I'll, I'll arrange that behind the scenes. Oh, you're you're uh, you're an admin, so you actually can already see. Uh, I don't have to actually add you to the Forbidden Lands channel. Yep. Okay. It's on the second or the first, rather February first. Yeah. February first. I'm in. All right. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? Have you? Uh, we we we'll I'll, 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 I'll look at. It. I, yeah, I yeah. Like I'll you'll look, need I'll to look. make a character. I can okay. give you Alex's character sheet if you want to start yeah. with that or whatever. Perfect. All right. Cool. All right, boys. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah, for roundtabling with yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and Woo. thanks, Dave, for uh, finally getting in here. I, I had thought we'd gotten you in, but yeah, it's, uh, long past two. Yeah, no, it was great. All right, boys. Everybody have